Happy 2024. We are ready to crank up the broadcast healing in this calendar year. And uh, if you're here, you made it, <laughs> obviously. And uh, guess what? You, me, and Super D to crank up the new year. If you want doom and gloom, <laughs> tune into some other show. Uh, that's not what we do here. Remember where attention goes. Energy flows. If you remember our buddy, Dr. Batar would say that all the time. And the focal point of where we want to be, where you want to be, perhaps is a little bit more uplifting and healing. And that is what we do here on the Robert Bell Show. So get ready. We got a lot of cool stories for the new year, including uh, a New Year's resolution, 10 of them anyway, related to health and or medical freedom. And there's lots of questions of the day. The homeopathic hit is back and bigger and badder than ever. <laughs> and one more thing, Super Don's been setting it up for a while. We will initiate the detox dialogues for the first time in 2024. Get ready. Our first broadcast of the year starts right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. Here's Robert Scott Bell. How cool is that? New uh, new imaging for the Robert Scott Bell Show. Superdon's been busy uh, over the holidays here, especially the New Year's weekend. And I hope y'all are uh, feeling good about the next uh, 12 months as we uh, dedicate our lives Liberty, sacred honor, all of that stuff to bring the power to heal back to you where it belongs. The Robert Scott Bell Show. It's on and you're on and you're here. And I thank you for that. Uh, we uh, take your perspectives into consideration. More often than not, we don't actually reject them. <laughs> we appreciate them. And so if you have uh, thoughts, ideas, or anything like that, you can always reach out to us at robertscatbell.com. And of course, the uh, listen link is robertscatbell.com slash listen, and you can watch or listen. And you can see all the places it's available and more and growing. And there's a live chat room at robertscatbell.com and on the various social media platforms where we are fortunately not banned. Sometimes we are, not all the time, but some places we are. If we don't anticipate getting back on in the new year. But that doesn't mean I'm being negative. Just, you know, just like you, you, you're, you, you find the folks that support or if not support, tolerate you <laughs> and say, all right, you know, we'll let him do his thing. We'll let you do your thing. And then uh, maybe you can have some fun with them too, which would be a great thing in this new year. Now, there is a very, well, let's say an easy um, pension or fallback to look at the negative things because let's be honest, you look around the planet. If you follow the mainstream news networks or even many of the alternative or uh, media 2.0 news networks, they do tend to follow the things that grab your eyes and draw you in. Some people call what happens uh, doom scrolling. I learned that term from my daughter. Apparently everybody knows it, but not me. Uh, and you get sucked into it. Now, uh, it's a very easy thing because it almost feeds like an, it's like an adrenaline hit or something happens. And I don't know about you. I don't like to live with the images of, of, of doom. <laughs> it's not that I'm naive about things that happen on planet earth. If you've been with me for a day or a year or many years, you know, we do cover the stories that can be off putting or upsetting, but never with the intent of, of keeping you in a state of fear or despair or hopelessness. 
but in a place where you are connected or reminded of your connection to the source that can help facilitate you, what we call, I call it, out-creating the negative, out-creating the bad guys. You know, if they want you to focus on the negative, because as I mentioned briefly, where attention goes, energy flows. This is one of Dr. Batar's favorite sayings when he was with us in uh, corporeal form, when he was here in his physical body. Where attention goes, energy flows. And if you focus on inadvertently, you get sucked back into a negative worldview because of the harsh realities of the difficulties of life on planet Earth. There, there are a wide variety of experiences. They're not all pleasant. And I hope and I pray that you had a pleasant as possible one for Christmas and New Year's to get to this uh, so-called calendar year of 2024. <sighs> and it never gets you never get there without some level of stress. And I remember in in high school, going back, maybe it was grade school, but high school for sure, you had, what was the, it was health education. Did you have a health class in high school? I don't know now knowing what I know about health, that there was a lot of health discussed, but I do remember the discussions of stress was a, a you know, part of what we, you know, were like, we're kids. We're like, what are we stressed out about at that time? the test coming up, right? Do you want to do what, if you cared, did you want to do well on the test? Did you have to study? Did you have to cram? Did you have to get a paper in? The stresses like that in childhood, if you go to schools where they expect you to complete tasks in a certain way, they're as real as anything to you at that age. And then as you age out of the school system and you go out into the big, bad workaday world, if you want to call it that, there are other stresses. You know, you got to meet uh, deadlines. If you work somewhere, you got to be there on time, get it, whatever it is. And you got to fulfill what your obligations are to, to get that check paycheck, whatever it is. And then you realize as hard as you're working, you never seem to get ahead. And, and this is not everybody, but maybe some, some of you, or maybe most or all of you have been through this from time to time. And you're like, wow, wh what am I doing? And, 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 am I doing something wrong or, or not well enough or, or, or maybe if I do the same thing, but I do it harder, <laughs> it, it, it'll be different. And you come to that same place that many of us come to. If you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, you know, what are you doing? Uh, so my encouragement to you, and as I say this to you, I also say it to me because this show has always been a catharsis for me to let go of some of the things that, you know, burden me that I feel burdened by even, you know, as I look around the world and say, yeah, that I don't like that war. I don't like any war. I don't, you know, all of that horrible things. How do you dissipate that reality, that energy that we're a part of as far as the human family is concerned on this planet and yet create a joyous life, create a life filled with happiness and wonder and excitement. And I don't say this in a naive way because we've all had in the midst of wonderful times, we've had some tough times too, and they'll come and go, they'll ebb and flow. The question is, how do we navigate them this year differently than last year or better? Maybe how you define better than last year, what practices are you putting into play that alter maybe your perception of the world? And, you know, I've, I've challenged some of your belief systems out there, not directly because, you know, when I am, I'm challenging because I don't believe what you believe. No, it's not like that. It's just sharing with you from my heart, my experience, the things that I perceive and believe not to convince you more or less, just to share another, just as I like to highlight and spotlight people on this show that have different perspectives than me. Maybe there's a commonality in a certain realm. And if we look at 
the entirety of, of various spectrums of beliefs, we can look at a lot of distinctions and differences in the body politic, right? And this is, you know, we had a great comment at the end of last year about, you know, the politics, right? You get in the politics, it gets like, it turns me off or it turns people off certain people. And it's never been the intent of this show to do a political focus other than, you know, each week when we have Jonathan Emord on running for the United States Senate. And even before that, his focus as an attorney taking on the government in the court system to defend freedom. Fundamentally, even if you might go, well, that sounds a little too this for me or a little too that for me. The fundamental starting point seems to be a good one where we could find common ground. That is, how do we defend our freedom? Not only to believe as we would want to believe or as I want to believe, but to live according to those beliefs without interference. Now, I can't stop interference from the average whoever on the street that says, oh, I want to interfere with you. But I'm talking about the main interference for the fulfillment of your every, you know, dream and desire. That, that would be ultimately the big G, government. Now, is that a, 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 a partisan statement? I don't believe it is, although it can be taken that way by some. It is about the obstacles that are in our way, in our life, that prevent us or seemingly alter our course to keep us from that which we really desire. Now, the question is, what do we really desire? These are big questions as I start the calendar year. You know, 2024, I'm asking the big questions. What is it you want to achieve? And is is it possible even? Whatever, you know, the wildest dreams. Uh, I've utilized the sentence, this or something greater. For, and this this I got from my my one of my dearest friends, like an adopted mom to me, and Archer Butcher, who we've had on the show over the years as well. This or something greater. You ask for something like, how do you know it's even big enough, awesome enough, amazing enough? Because we sell ourselves short often because we have a belief system that's been uh, impacted by the things we haven't achieved or succeeded at. So we go, well, let's accept a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less. Whether it be healing, whether it be various forms of abundance, I, I think in terms of spiritual abundance, it's like, how much love do I have in my life compared to last year or yesterday? And that directly impacts or is impacted by how much love am I giving? How much love am I allowing to flow through me? And that to me seems like the greater, if you will, desire. <laughs> Weirdly, desire is sometimes thought of as a negative thing because it's only emotional or physical. No, I'm talking about a desire to connect to the divine within us all, within you, within me. And 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 that to me is the, the starting point. And from everything flows that. Yet how much of the negativity that we hear from even new media distracts us from our connection to the divine that wants us to have everything we've ever wanted to have. Experiences as well, not just stuff. I mean, I'm not just talking about crafts materialism here, although uh, nothing wrong with enjoying the life you have if you have the ability to do so. And I think you all do. We all do. But it's a question of belief and then what flows from that belief. Practices shift and change. And I've certainly learned a lot about them and I've got a lot more to learn about them. And as we carry on a tradition here into now calendar year wise, this is the 25th year. This is what is the 25th year in terms of an anniversary? I don't know, but a quarter century of broadcast healing entering my 30th year as a homeopath, which, you know, quote unquote, graduate 1994. Here we are in 2024, 30 years later after that.
if I did the math right. And, and what does that mean? You know, in, in some ways, I, I joke with Super Don as a look at one another, although he's got more hair than me, I've got a bit of gray, that are we here still because we are to become the elder statesmen <laughs> in certain realms where we go, we're the old people we used to look up to for wisdom, for a little experience. Hey, what did you, how did you learn that? What do you know? How do you know what you know? Hey, can you help me with this kind of thing? And that happens honestly more and more and more as you interact with more people in younger generations coming up and going, Hey, I, I want to do some things here. How, what have you learned? Can I, can you help me do that too? It's interesting concept of mentorship, right? Paying it forward, passing it on the wisdom from one generation to the next. It's fascinating. There's a lot of philosophy uh, coming through in this moment as well. Also looking at my uh, my mom, and uh, this is uh, January 2024 on the 29th, 90. talk almost a century here on the planet. Not everybody does that. It's pretty impressive. You know, and we look at, at mom and ask her, you know, all the things you saw in this life, what you've seen. It's incredible to imagine in one lifetime how many lifetimes we live in a whole lifetime, much less a year now. You feel like something called a quickening has occurred. And in that, that means there's a lot of burn off of debt. You can call it a karmic debt or whatever that on this planet we see a speeding, a raising. If you want to talk about consciousness, how do we elevate or transform consciousness? It's by burning up the things that block the view, the connection to the divine wisdom that we all have access to, but due to beliefs and patterns, fears, we seemingly don't see what's right in front of us all the time. I, I talk about it in ter terms of how many times have we said, I can't, and then fill in the blank. It's a mantra. It's a program. I can't do something. Now, you could argue, hey, I can't pole vault over a 16-foot whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, fine. Okay? I, I don't think that's necessarily negative self-talk, as we, we learned you know, from our, our good buddy Laban Ditchburn. Uh, but uh, the I can't uh, fill in the blank. And usually it's economics, and I can't afford it. And, and certainly if we rely on Federal Reserve notes solely for our sustenance to then convert that into something that makes us afford something, for instance, food, quality food, et cetera. What have you done if you look back to say, hey, I'm doing it better. I, I can actually do the things I thought I couldn't do before. I believed I couldn't. I said I couldn't, and now I can. And if you can give one example or two or 10, can you utilize those examples against any examples that are trying to be thrown at you as to reasons why you can't do something in this year? Even better, even greater, this or something greater. The healing that you desire, the experiences, the travel, the whatever. I mean, we we ended up the last year in December like with miraculous things that occurred. Even for me, I'm like, I haven't I never conceived. If you told me at the beginning of 2023, you're going to take your kids to Columbia, South America and go to a healing treat like Mountains of Hope. Never even would have conceived. No, nah, that's really? No, nah, that's crazy. That's just crazy talk. But obviously, I say this obviously, at some point you realize you got out of the way. Now, it took five people <laughs> to get me out of my own way to go, no, no, that's just can't, that can't be, that can't happen. But I always look at it as I set up a contract with God, however you perceive this. It's like, God, you know, I know I'm stubborn. I can be stubborn. But if there's something I genuinely need to do that serves this greater good or purpose, you know, for myself and others that need it, 
please be patient with me and persistent with me and let me know because I sometimes need more than just a whisper. And there it goes. You can set that up as well in this year. What do you need for you to know that this path is the right path, even though it's different than the one you were on, whatever that may be this year? And not get thrown off by all the negativity, the doomsayers, the fear-mongering that we've lived through, again, COVID-style and everything else. But now, of course, they're impending war, central bank digital currency, all the things I could say. And you're like instantly hear it and go, ooh, ah, ooh, I don't like that. I don't like it either. I'll admit it. Acknowledge it. But at the same time, you have probably heard me once or twice or a hundred times say, hey, you know what? Here's another path forward. Try this. Do this. Do this. Every time I'm told it's impossible, I think might be impossible for you, but is it impossible for God? And if I am part of God in terms of creation, if you're created as a divine spark in the image of God, whatever that means to you, then couldn't you do the impossible as well? And haven't you done the impossible in your life? Have you ever seen things that other people said, that's impossible, but you did it? Just saying, that may be where you could focus your energy. Attention there, energy, and look what happens transformation, despite all the world crumbling around us, if you perceive that that's what's happening, you can still be part of the most extraordinary life, fulfilled, uplifted, loved, and that's because you are fulfilling and uplifting and loving others. And that flow in, that flow out. And so if there's anything uh, to consider in terms of starting the new year, there's your opening monologue, completely scripted. The moment, I, No, absolutely not. <laughs> Had no idea how I was going to open the show this year, Super Don, but Super D and me were just chatting about things in the new year, and it just inspired me immediately to share with you those from my the bottom of my heart, the center of my heart, whatever it is, uh, what I'm feeling as we're opening it up 2024, my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get out of the way when this happens. You know? <laughs> just... You've learned. <clears throat> um, but sometimes that's just the, the best stuff ever. The steam right? roller of love. That's right. So coincidentally, 25-year anniversary, Mm -hmm. um, the gift on that is silver. It's a silver anniversary. It is. Hmm. Funny enough, uh, uh, you know, natural immunogenics, 1999 as well. Silver anniversary for them. There's a lot of things we're going to find that happened in 1999, that inaugurated in 1999. It's an interesting year. So there'll be a lot of silver anniversaries we'll probably hear about in this year. And I've noticed that a lot of things started in 99 as I meet and talk with people. It's like, wow, 99 was an interesting year. It opened things up for a lot of people. We started, I started this show in Atlanta with my mentor at the time and my mom in Atlanta right. at the time before going into syndication a few years later. And then we connect and all of that. And here we are still going and growing. And we're on Q streaming now, by the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, that's a, a, an app that you can actually download into your Amazon Fire Stick. So you can actually have like a remote control and everything. So you can see every show you wanted. There it is, Channel 2495. I actually saw it and we're somehow airing and potentially we can air 24 hours of content if we can figure out how to do that. Yeah, I'm working on that. I mean, I, I kind of have sort of figured it out. But we'll, yeah, very cool. We'll, we'll make it. We'll make it happen here soon. Yeah. Well, listen, it's you, me and Super D. That's what I say when we when it's just you and me. Mm. And uh, you, that means all of y'all, me, of course, and they're Super D. We got a lot to, we want to talk about. Super Don has curated some great stories as well uh, to open the new year. And I just want to ask you before I dive into the, that those resolutions, those 10 on health freedom, uh, is there anything that you're moved to share as we open up our 25th year together? I mean, I know we haven't been together 25, but yeah, I'm going to consider it. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I guess what is it? Two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So is it eighteen or nineteen? I think it. That would be nineteenth uh, year, right? Wow, nineteen yeah. years now. Yeah, All right. together in that case. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's not bad, huh? Um, yeah, yeah twenty twenty four of anniversary marriage, actual marriage too coming up. I appreciate the input that we've gotten from some people, mm-hmm. and there will be some changes taking place with the show as a result of that. Right. Um, I feel a sense of momentum, but of course this, you know, it's the new year every, every year. Well, most every year anyway, mm-hmm. when, when we start off on January 1st, uh, you know, my, my thought is what, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing wrong? What can we do better? <laughs> right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just always, um, always looking to do more. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's there's going to be some changes, some positive changes. I think that, uh, what I, we're doing I, here and plan for all positive, but yeah, it's life. You know, uh, we may not always reach and achieve that which we want to when we want to, but the focus on things that kind of bring you down. I I just I look back on on what we do together, Super D. <laughs> I don't have a lot of memory of focusing on the things that bring us down, but we do cover some stories. As it, happens. it happens, and listen, I will being being the 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 guy behind the curtain, right? The man behind the curtain, <laughs> right? Um, I I'm human and I'm fallible. No, and so yeah, you know, every once in a while I get wrapped up. I just do, and it's because that's it, that's how I was trained, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, you know, you haven't heard the story, I'm not going to go into it, but just, you know, that, that's, that was my world. That's what I was trained in. We had, we, at, at the network, we had a, what they called the war room mm-hmm. and they, they literally had put up nine TV screens, monitors, and it had every news channel, MSNBC, CNN, you know, uh, Fox, uh, you know, uh, Bloomberg, you know, whatever. I mean, they had all of them on there. And so it was this constant barrage of this is the news. This is the news. This is what we talk about. This is what we do. Uh, and so sometimes, yeah, I, I, I fall into that, um, that rut hmm. where it's just like, this is what's going on in the news. Oh, we got to talk about this. And oh, yeah, whatever. Long Fox News alert. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's really not what this show's about. It's not. The, the show's about answers and solutions. Um, and dealing, dealing, you know, if there's ever a threat to health freedom or your right to, to choose, you know, how you want to, you know, eat what you wanted to eat or how you wanted to treat yourself or whatever, yeah. th- then we're going to take that head on. Right. So that does get political. Right. Um, uh, but outside that, you know, the show really, it's about hope and it's about, uh, uh, solutions because, you know, most of the shows that are out there, they don't have that. That's the one thing they, they lack. You think so? Still? It's like here's the problem. Oh my goodness, this is terrible. This is going to end up in a problem unless you vote for this or whatever like that. And blah 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 blah. And then and then that's it. There's really there's no solution that's provided. Um, it's all like you said. It's all doom and gloom. Mm. <clears throat> so we want to be different. And I th- I think that's what we need to strive for is is we can tell you if there's something wrong, but then we want to provide a way out. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying we haven't done that, and I don't think you are either. But can we be better at it? Of course. All the time? Yeah. Yeah, I think always, so. always yeah. room for improvement. So, so anyway, I'm just sharing stuff to one of our groups out there so that they know we're so, on the air. All right. So this opening story that we've got, 
Yes. It has to do with resolutions. And by the way, for anybody who cares, mm-hmm. um, my New Year's resolution mm-hmm. was to uh, purge the house and switch to a completely organic diet. <laughs> and it's it's going well. Um, now, now, was this done under threat, duress, and coercion, right? Have no. Have I been, like, no. pressuring you for s- how many years? 18 years? <laughs> well, maybe a little, you know. I no. mean, you know, you, you know, but not like, you know, do this or you're fired or something, you know. You know in, in, uh, in a loving way, you have encouraged me over the years, and I've, I've done some things and made some changes and stuff, but not, not, um, not enough. And so that was the goal. Both my wife and I are just like, look, we're just going to do. And I was, I was inspired by your story, hmm. you know, about how you did that, right? Yeah. You and, and your wife. And so that's what we're doing. It's, it's a bit of a process when you have got a house full of stuff. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you got to get rid of all this stuff mm-hmm. because you just don't want it in the house, right? Um, and so that it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress. But yeah, we, uh, we're doing it. And we've been organic for the last couple of days now, and um, it's really not not a big deal. I mean, you're it's it's me just you're not eating bean sprouts and tofu for breakfast. No, I'm eating organic for breakfast. There you go. That doesn't have to be, be seeing. That's it's that yeah. that perception, right? right? So it's like, oh, I need to go, you know, cut a branch off of the tree in the backyard and, and gnaw on it for breakfast. <laughs> that that's you know that's not. It's just it has yeah. to be clean, you know. Right. And there are lots of options, even in a little town like what I live in. Mm-hmm it can be done fairly easily. Yeah. So, and, and um, for you carnivores out there, uh, you can find local butchers that have access to grass fed quality type. Sure. Meats. And we actually, we had last night we had, I, I took a cookie sheet, you know, standard size cookie sheet. Yeah. And I just loaded that thing with organic rainbow carrots and, and broccoli florets, right. Yeah. All organic, right. Like I roasted those. Mm-hmm. And then we had, you know, uh hat tip, to the late and great uh, Chris Barr, mm-hmm. <coughs> who uh, lectured us on eating meat as a garnish, right? right. Yeah. So yeah, we had had four. Lit- and I'll tell you what, it's very interesting to look at organic chicken mm-hmm. versus conventional chicken. Yeah. Because we bought this little little tray yeah. of chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. And it's like all oh, this cute little chicken thigh. It's like. It's There's no that. what kind of chicken was this, right? You know, this is some Ethiopian chicken or something like that. I mean, it's like oh there's no meat on this thing. Sorry, that was that was bad. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Anyway, joke. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. And, and you're looking at that, and you're like, wow, that's mm-hmm. it, it. Was organic. You know, it was yeah. organic chicken, and mm-hmm. so uh, it. Uh, we just put that in there with the the vegetables and let it cook in there, so like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we had last night with an organic teriyaki you know, thing that we'd found and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a good dinner. Ate a lot, man, a lot of vegetables. Holy moly, man. But oh, they yeah. were good. Yeah. But they were, they, they were good. And this yeah. morning I made myself an organic, uh, I, I like eggs yep. in the morning, you know, like mm-hmm. traditional breakfast. So, you know, little, little scrambled eggs with some mm-hmm. organic spinach and some organic shirt, organic, right. organic, you know, I don't so recognize you anymore. Who is this guy that's my producer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine 18 years ago, whatever it was, one day that you would decide as a New Year's resolution, you're going to do this? Yeah, yeah. I, that's wild, really wild. And, you know, we had our traditional New Year's Day lunch dinner thing. And I learned this from be, growing up in the Deep South in Georgia. 
from my friend uh, Brian Brownlow. I'll say his name because it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Brian. He gets to 58 before I do uh, a month earlier. And his family was a farmer family, genuine Southern farmer family. And I was kind of adopted into that family. I was adopted into a lot of families. You know, there's a Jewish kid growing up deep in the South at the time. And, uh, you know, learning about all these, this is long before we were organic, right? But learn about grits, right? I introduced them to bagels, things like that. Uh, but we grew up going on, on New Year's Day to, to their family, his family's house. And they had collard greens and cornbread and black-eyed peas and ham. That's good food, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you can do that all organic. And we did once again, and we, you know, it was even our collards that we grew and, and everything. You want me to show the picture? Yeah, sure. If you want. Yeah. This was uh yeah, there's the organic cornbread, uh, black eyed peas. And uh, those are apples that were uh, uh, kind of fried up and it's beautiful, nice little thing. And our collards that we grew and we froze, we cooked and froze. I say we, my wife did. I grew them. She cooked them. <laughs> she helped her own. <laughs> and uh, what a wonderful way to start. And what we do, the tradition I learned in the South, you can't see it. Under that plate is a gold back. And I learned this from, again, my my the Brownlows, my, fam, my friends, uh, where the dad said, you got to put money under the plate uh, for a prosperous new year. Now, of course, mm. then it was Federal Reserve notes. And it was also, you had to make a deal. I just remember, these are memories are just flooding back to me from my childhood. Uh, you know, you had to make some kind of deal in that thing uh, where you'd buy something or you'd sell something in that. It was just, you know, cute little traditions I never knew and they're fun. And so uh, that was the start of the new year for us in terms of uh, cleaner food, always like Super Don's doing now. Mm -hmm. And how do you support one another? How do you encourage one another? Now, you and your wife are a team. You got to pick each other up in this because it's easy to fall back into patterns that have been long established. And, you know, when something happens, what is the easiest thing to give up? The new thing. Right. Oh, well, uh, we don't need, yeah, this, I mean, when this, because in the past, that's always been the case. If this happens, then we just do that. So the question is, again, supporting one another along the way in this new year. Now, bringing in into the New Year's resolution, I wanted to think about things that have changed significantly, you know, where people say, well, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, Yes, when we look at the world, we see same patterns of behavior and war and famine and you know, all these horrible things that we don't want to focus on, acknowledge they exist. Uh, yet at the same time, you can point to transformations of consciousness that are pretty significant, particularly through COVID years. And if you open up this Brownstone article from Clayton J. Baker, who's a medical doctor, and that's a, a beautiful picture I think we've used before. I took a picture the other day of a sunset look like that from the back. But here is the... Uh, the story, 10 New Year's resolutions to restore medical freedom from a medical doctor. Now, if we think a medical doctor would be on board automatically with the things that I've been talking about in health freedom for decades now, you'd probably go, well, no, probably not. But I'm going to tell you there isn't one thing on this list that I can find fault with the, the top 10 that he's listing, 10 New Year's resolutions to restore medical freedom. So let's scroll through these really quickly and we'll see the first one is speak the truth about COVID at every opportunity. Anybody got a problem with that? Talk the truth, speak the facts. Now, we may disagree, and you may disagree with what those facts are, SARS-CoV-2, man-made, da, 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 but, but just speak that truth that you found and back it up. And I don't mean with anger and arrogance and obstinance, but just say, hey, this is what I found, this is what I see, and speak. Communicate. Now, it might not be well-received. That's true, but it's not for you to uh, count on, you know, you're going to be lauded for it or not. 
But the lockdowns, the masking, the closures, I mean, those are clearly failures. And so speak the truth. Speak honestly, every opportunity you have. Now, number two on this list, encourage and petition politicians to commit medical freedom policies. Now, this is not to say that that's the only thing to do, but hey, if you're going to engage in the body politic, it would be nice to say, I don't care what they put by their name, that they would support basic fundamental freedoms to choose what kind of health care you want, as opposed to the one size fits all collectivist approach. Now, some might perceive that as, oh, now you're a Republican, Robert, but I'm like, many Republicans don't even acknowledge this. Then you might say, well, you're a libertarian. Okay, maybe a small L. I'm not affiliated with any party, but it's hard because this is where the intersection of your freedom and political realities as we know them cross. And there are times where we'll have to discuss this. And it might be offensive to some who are party loyalists in some way. So I'm not going to say in Superdon, we can't promise to never uh, cross the P word politics and, and discuss it. But as it relates to freedom and where the intersection happens, where in politics, they would deny us that freedom. Number three on the list, work to outlaw all gain of function research. Now, some in the libertarian mindset would say, well, prohibitions, that's anti-libertarian. But if you can establish a genuine threat to life, liberty, and property by gain-of-function research, and I think it's pretty solid, the track record as far as its, its outcome, it's, you know, what happens when you do this. The only outcome from gain-of-function research is weaponizing things that in the natural world wouldn't normally exist unless they engineered them to exist. So if anybody from a libertarian perspective wants to push back on me on this particular thing— I'll be open to hearing what you have to say about it, but I don't have a problem with saying, you know what? Outlawing things that are clearly a, a threat, a very real and present danger to life, liberty, and property, that is a libertarian thing. You can't violate that, and gain of function is all about violating that. Number four on this list of resolutions for medical freedom from this doctor at Brownstone Institute, work to get the USA out of the WHO. Is anybody still in favor of a global government directing the action of your government, whether it be federal, state, or local, to do what they say, considering how captured they are by the likes of the pharmaceutical church and Bill Gates and others? Get the USA out of the WHO. Again, some will say, well, that's a Republican talking point. Again, you're diminishing the reality of getting beyond labels to recognize the fundamental freedoms, that which violates fundamental freedom, that which supports it. Does the WHO support your freedom to decide how to care for your health in a crisis or not, or a non-crisis? All right, ask that question and answer it, and you have a direction to go. Number five on this list, join the fight to remove the COVID mRNA wrongly called vaccines from the market. Again, a, a libertarian, a hardcore libertarian might say, well, that's that's heavy-handed government now intervening in the marketplace, but it belies the fact that it's the government alone that made this possible for this product to be on the market because given normal constraints for new technologies like this coming through the medical and pharmaceutical establishment, a rational and sane regulatory agency would never approve this an irrational, sane regulatory agency might not be something that can exist in reality because when you centralize bureaucracies, they are always captured. They become a captured or captured agencies. But 
the concept of removing COVID mRNA injections from the marketplace, they should never have been put on the marketplace, even if you believe in an FDA and its regulatory authority, which I don't believe is constitutional for the most part. Number six on this list, push for a moratorium on mRNA-based pharmaceutical platform as a whole. We have covered this. The mRNA uh, experimentation has been an abject failure. It has done nothing to support immunity and everything to destroy it and more in terms of destruction of health. How can anybody support this as a viable method of even exploration? I guess if you want to keep trying, go ahead and knock yourself out, but Based on what we've learned so far, it's just like the mRNA injections, nothing but destruction, nothing but damage and death. There's no basis for support for this kind of uh, investigation to bring to the market because that which was already on the market was not brought out because of demand from the average folks out there going, dude, we want to get injected with synthetic mRNA. It was because there was an agenda by those that had captured our government agencies. And includes many NGOs as well. Number seven, this is a this is a good one. This should never have been signed into law. Reagan, this is one of the worst things Reagan did. 1986, the National Vaccine Injury uh, Compensation Program that was uh, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act in 86. Now, this basically gave cover to the industry to produce all kinds of vaccines that didn't exist to that point because they could bring them to market artificially with synthetic artificial government mandates and have no liability should they injure or kill. There is no basis for any industry being granted liability protection unless you believe in a king, queen, or emperor. And we have the oligarchy like FDA existing as if it were a king, queen, or emperor declaring or the government in this case, declaring that it could absolve a whole entire industry of responsibility for death, destruction, injury, mayhem that it caused in the name of preventing diseases, which were by and large disappearing in intensity and in terms of mortality in the 20th century due to not the advent of vaccination, but we're talking sanitation improvement, sewage systems hygienic practices, nutritional access, food access, all of that changed everything. And yet artificially, because an industry captured our government and the agency, the pharmaceutical one, it became a focal point eventually to eliminate liability for an entire series of medicines that could be claimed to be preventative. Yet they're actually very causative in terms of destroying and damaging the health human of all ages, including bringing on the autism uh, spectrum disorders. So repealing that act would then bring those companies back into the normal way companies have to interact with the world. They have to have liability for the products should they injure or kill. That's a spiritual concept, responsibility. Number eight on this list of resolutions, work to end vaccine mandates at every level of society. Now, you think, you know, the libertarians that oppose the banning of certain things might be for stopping mandates. Mandate, right? You don't want people to, for, you know, the government to force you to have to do something you don't want to do, right? Isn't that right? Well, that seems like a pretty common thing that I think most people would say we don't want. I know there are some on this planet, even in America, that are for mandates because they are so afraid of their microbiological shadow that they 
believe that unless everybody else wears a mask, their mask won't work. They believe that unless everybody else gets that injection, their injection won't work. Again, this is rooted in collectivism. If it's aligned with one party more than the other right now, so be it. But it is not intended to be a partisan statement. Work to end vaccine mandates at every level of society. This is a good, good thing. How about direct-to-consumer advertising of pharmaceutical drugs? Now, this is an interesting one because it relates to freedom of speech. And only New Zealand and the United States of America allow for direct-to-consumer advertising for what we call not over-the-counter drugs, but prescription medications, that which you'd have to go to your doctor to get. So these ads go to you and they say, ask your doctor for da-da-da-da-da. Ask your doctor prescribed da-da-da-da. And, and of course, since there is no genuine competition to those prescriptions, you now have a one-sided free speech scenario, which is not free speech. If you want to allow direct-to-consumer advertising of pharmaceuticals, if you believed in freedom of speech, then you would demand that dietary supplements would have the same freedom to make claims about their products, to allow the people to go ask your naturopath, ask your chiropractor, ask your homeopath, or ask yourself, <laughs> learn about this. But we don't have that situation right now. If you were to directly say what your dietary supplement can do, even if it's backed by science, you will be attacked by the FDA and the FTC and put out of business, maybe even in jail, and all your money would be taken from you. So again, let me know what you think about that. If you got any small L or large L libertarians about ending direct consumer advertising of prescription drugs. And number 10 on this list is to play offense instead of defense. In other words, stop reacting to everything that's being thrown your way. And the example here is uh, uh, the New York attorney, Bobby Ancox, who we've had on two or three times uh, about the uh, lawsuit uh, to overturn the uh, unconscionable Regu regulation of your activity by uh, New York State that they can come in and quarantine you with no evidence that you're sick at all. And if you want to get out of quarantine, you have to sue the, the state. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And she's not waiting for it to be used for the first time. She's engaged in positive pushback. Now, of course, they're using every trick in the book to make it so that she doesn't succeed or we don't succeed, but she's not giving up. Neither am I and neither are you. So kudos to Clayton J. Baker, MD internal medicine physician. He's also quarter century in clinical practice. Another, again, 25 years guy. So if we can get him on the show, I'd love to have him on the show. I like, I like his resolutions overall. Let me know what you think. RobertScabell.com. Uh, you can sign up uh, for the newsletter there free, or you can just text RSB to eight, uh, it's uh, six, six, eight, six, six. I believe that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're not getting the Robert Scabell show newsletter, please text RSB to 66866. Also, I want to say here, we had the most amazing Zoom AMA meeting just this last Saturday, the last Saturday of uh, 2023. And it, it wasn't like we had 100 people or anything, but the people that showed up were awesome. And, and all those didn't that are Patreon supporters are going to watch it later. But I gave away more stuff than we've ever given. I just sent out an inordinate number of packages <laughs> because of the trivia question Super Don put out. And uh, I want to thank uh, both uh, Natural Immunogenics for a lot of the gifts we were able to give away. Uh, let's see, uh, Nutritional Frontiers, um, Cardio Miracle, and more. 
Uh, just it was so wonderful. We had special guests on. In fact, John Hewlett from Cardio Miracle joined us. Bob Reorin from Folium uh, joined us as well. I invited others and not everybody could make it. But what a wonderful time that I could give back. We could give back. And for those of you who are yet to be patron supporters, you have a lot of bonuses that you can access in, because you support us directly that way, including the homeopathic hits as video segments. If you miss them, Super Don puts them up there and we're still looking for help on that in the new year if anybody's willing to, to try that or we might have to you know if we do well enough hire somebody to help out in that regard outreach and stuff so um what a wonderful time that was so if you haven't caught the zoom amas from uh patreon family the moment you sign up you have access to all of them check them out there's a lot of fun stuff a lot of q a uh, that we can't get to on the show live as well so that was a lot of fun all right so let's see uh Average man, this is an interesting health question. How healthy would you feel or say you are if you're a scale from zero to 100 percentage wise? Right? You're like 50% healthy, 75%, 95%, what would you say you are? This article from Study Finds comes out and says the average American feels just 70% healthy. So not everybody's feeling great. And and again, this is a big w reason why I do this show, because I didn't feel great most of the time in my young years. And I said, I got to tell my fellow Americans. And now it's more than that. It's to tell anybody who will listen around the world and you're all over the world listening. So thank you for that. 2,000 adults were surveyed. 42% of the uh, participants did not consider themselves fully healthy, could not even recall the, the last time they felt in peak health. Now, that's an interesting question. Super D, not, I'm not here to embarrass you, but I, I would ask you if you're willing to self-assess on this. Because <laughs> the Are you going to ask me when was the last time I felt in peak health? Well, it's an interesting uh, question, isn't it? I mean, it is. I don't know if how many people can say recently. It's been I a mean, long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think about that when that came up. I'm like, now, I am so grateful for the journey I've been on because of what I've been able to achieve that I can answer that question and say nearly every day I can feel like I'm in peak health. And I don't mean every day because there are days that I have, you know, struggles as well, but overall as close to that as it can be at this so-called age range, considering where I started. Now this didn't happen because I got lucky and I don't believe that I was sick because I was unlucky. I believe there was a journey for me to, to drive me onto this path to do what I love to do more than anything is that is, you know, remind people that they have the ability to overcome anything and everything. Not everybody will, not everybody wants to, not everybody's willing to do what it takes to do it if they say they want to. I get that. But I feel so good on most days that I'm like, oh, it is so worth it. And someone would look at all the things I had to do to get here and they go, oh, oh man, that, that doesn't, yeah, I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not saying I didn't struggle. I'm not saying that I don't have days that I still can struggle if I overcome, have to overcome like these travel trips from time to time. But to get into the fitness routine that I have, to get into the gym and do what I'm doing, I'm like, ah, oh, man, because I hadn't been able to do that fully for a long time or particularly as well as I thought I should have been able to do even as a young athlete, considering I was raised not organically, for instance. So big question, you know, would you rate yourself on a percentage 70% healthy? Where are people at? It's fascinating. What do you think? If you're in the chat room, let us know. 
Happy New You. Oh, that's that's Steve. <laughs> Which Steve <laughs> is that? That's Steve who who knows everything about everything and and <laughs> and can can recall things from ten years ago that you said on yeah. a particular topic. I'm looking in the our chat room right now, Super D and Michael Bolden, Tenth Amendment Center, our bo- good buddy. Yeah, he posted a picture of an organic whole organic chicken in a crock pot. He said it was more pricey, but it was awesome. It oh, looks yeah. like a great dry rub on it. You know what? Potatoes and you know what's expensive. Like I said, this is a a, a, a new experience for me. Yeah. Because um, you know I'm, I'm replacing everything and all, all every food item in the house with with organic, right? Strict. Mm-hmm. I mean, very strict. Yeah. Uh, dude, organic mayonnaise, <laughs> ridiculous. You're better off making your own. Quite honestly. that's the, and and that yeah. that was the process we went through. We were looking yeah. at that and we're like, wait a minute. I thought mayonnaise really is just like oil and eggs and it's a little bit of mustard and. And, right. and, you know, maybe some salt or something, right? Mm. So we looked it up last night, and we're like, you can make mayonnaise in like 60 seconds. Yeah. What is this crap? So we're going to start making our own. Because yeah. if you went and tried to buy that in the store, it's like oh yeah, it's very like pricey. $14 a jar. Especially to get like the oils and that are not vegetable oils. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, I just sent you that picture so you can show what, what um, Bolden put into the uh, chat room. RobertScottBell.com looks amazing. I want to party with you, Bolden. <laughs> so look at that. Oh, is that a beauty? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's a chicken. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know what, though? I mean, you look at that. It's in the crock pot, right? Yep. You know, if you'd bought like a Foster Farms chicken, it would have been like, you know, it would have filled the pot. Yeah. Factory farm hopped up on yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 So right on. Nicely done. Yeah. This is great. Lori says her husband makes... Made his own mayo. Made well, own and mayo. from what I've heard is that when people make their own mayonnaise, they never go back to to anything in a jar. They, it's right. it's just not the same. So yeah, so it is a, sh- a shift. It's like convenience versus hey, oh, you know, yeah. I'm taking the time to actually make stuff. Well, and you know what? That's a good example where some people will say, "I can't eat organic; it's too expensive." Well, yeah. uh, you know, you maybe there's some. Own, it'd be cheaper than cheap mayonnaise if you made your own, even with organic ingredients. I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I don't know if we can answer this, but uh, I would like to hear if you have a goal, one of your goals would be if you're at 70%, according to this stat, that you'd get closer to 90 or 80, whatever it is, and take some steps to make improvement uh, because you can. You've been granted that power. The question is, do you desire it enough to do the things that'll get you there? And part of the reason you haven't been there in the in the first place or, or a long time is maybe you didn't know you could. Part of it is learning. You know that I can. Oh, you mean I can? Like I, I was talking with my buddy Laban, uh, he's uh, t- checking in from Colombia, and uh, he's connecting me with uh, a family of a young man who's like 22. A high, he was a high level athlete. He's now bedridden with ALS at 22 years of age. Oh no! Now no names are being shared here, so I can say this, but uh, I haven't talked with them yet. But there's no question in my mind that if you are bedridden with a neurological degradation disease at 22 or at any age, but particularly at 22, they're going to say, "Well, it's genetic." Like, really, where's the where's the genetic lineage that this happened before at 22? No, this is a toxicological burden. These are heavy metals. These are pesticides, organophosphates, glyphosate, et cetera, which Sometimes. again reminds me of the detox protocols. When we do detox dialogues later, um, you talk to me about methods, substances, and what were the three things, the subheadings of the detox dialogues? Uh, methods, dietary additions. Right. And supplementation. 
supplementation, right? Yeah. So if we talk about supplementation real quick, we got DMG methyl uh, the the uh, the the DMG we get from uh, Nutritional Frontiers. They have a liquid form and a lozenge form. And Super Don, I sent you an email because they're um, opening salvo to the new year for discounts are focused on a lot of detox. And you guys and gals get the best deal because not only do they give you 15% off, but you get the RSB 15 code and get an additional 15% off. Are you kidding me? So if you can show that on the screen, what people can start with when we get, before we even get to the detox dialogues, you guys have access to some amazing products that will help facilitate the cleansing into the new year, which we all need to do all the time, but more focused when we start up here. So if you have that image, um, blast it out to the world. New year, new year 15% off select formulas now through March 31st, nutritional frontiers, including their shake of the month, the GI complete margarita, margarita. Yeah. Hey, look at that. So <laughs> scroll down below that. Look at the formulas on sale. Live complete. These are liver formulas, live clear, liver formula, live clear too. liver formulas, right? Let me get scroll rid of this here. There. What's that? I was. I wanted to get rid of the uh, the graphic oh, gotcha, there. Gotcha, yeah. So all right. So, so liver, back over here. Come on. You got a liver, gallbladder. There we go. Support tincture. Go up one one notch. There you go. Proline greens, which is a big part of Judy Mikovits. She talks about combining proline greens with cardio miracle, and it's a miracle. It really is. They got the ultimate shake, the GI complete, the probezyme, the Candida kill, Candida parasite kill. Superbiotics, IgG, you know, inflammation stuff, thermogenesis. A lot of people, you know, on the, well, I want to lose weight. Well, how about upping your metabolism game? All of these, tone and lean, all of these from Nutritional Frontiers, 15% off. You can get an additional 15, double dip with the RSB 15 code, nutritionalfrontiers.com. How cool is that? So another great way to start the new year. All right, DNA damage. And we, we are... A little overtime in terms of our schedule, but it, because it's just you, me, and Super D, I can bump things into hour two and fit them all in. So I'm not too worried about it. Yep. Because we do have the detox dialogues we'll be introducing, if not this hour, then the top of the next hour. Um, this is a headline from GM Watch. Marker of DNA damage seen in men applying Roundup and other glyphosate-based her- herbicides. Now, this is a stunning scientific validation to that which we've all been saying here. Most of you are aware of it, too, and Jeffrey Smith's been at this as well. It's not just the engineering of you know genetic modifications, but it's also what they engineer them to do, to withstand toxic poisons so they can use more. Now, have the humans that are using Roundup been engineered to withstand more Roundup and glyphosate? I don't think so. And so what they're showing here in this paper is measurable chromosomal damage for those who are chronically utilizing these products, whether it be Roundup or glyphosate, other products use glyphosate as well. And as we've talked about here, if there's another reason for you to consider going more organic, it's this, that everything contains it, especially that which isn't certified organic. And even that which is might have some residue, which is why the NRDMG is so important from Nutritional Frontiers. So uh, they said results of the study suggest that greater lifetime glyphosate use was associated with higher prevalence of this MLOY. MLOY is a chromosomal alteration commonly detected in blood cells of adult men, especially aging men associated with blood cancers, lymphoma, myeloma, leukemia, as well as, guess what? Alzheimer's, neurological degradation. And if you think it's just those using it regularly, again, everybody is, and they don't know it. And so 
go organic. You think it might be important in the, in this calendar year? I can't emphasize it much more than this article showing absolute direct chromosomal damage leading to various abnormalities, cancers, et cetera. So if you guys want to check that out, it's in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And finally, in terms of the weight loss uh, goals you might have, if you have them, I would say should be a loss of toxins you want a goal to do. But I remember mentioning this before, but it's back. The vibrating weight loss pill. Um, and they're trying to give you uh, opportunities to not use Ozempic and Wagovi. Well, that's fine. That's probably better. But do you want little robot pills shaking up your innards? I mean, I think it, it's got to be better, I think, than Ozempic or Wagovi, as we've seen. You're sucking down an oxide battery. I don't well, know. Well, see, and that's, I guess that's the, the thing that. Yeah, because apparently, I mean, let's let's look at what the the article Scroll says down here. At this vibrating pill. You let see me the of it. let me. See. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, right? Are it's you, like, is, are, do you have mm, gas? No, that's my my stomach vibrating. Right. <laughs> so I guess what happens is you you eat this, you swallow this pill. Yeah. And uh, where is it in here? It says. That the the pill, it's like it's got like it's this activated co- with stomach acid. So it's got a it's covering just, around it, and yeah. then when when it, it it dissolves, here it is. Yeah. After it's swallowed, the stomach acid dissolves the casing of the pill, and the vibrating motor is activated. So you swallow right. the pill, and then like a few seconds later, mm. what happens to people <laughs> that are taking uh, Pepsid and Prevacid and and you know all the uh, proton pump inhibiting drugs that stop stomach acid production? It's gonna it's gonna not work, but I mean, I suppose if it was fully sealed and nothing got through, mm-hmm. it's not emitting any type of like, you know, EMF or or so, I don't yeah, think when anyway. You, but when you poop it out. How does the uh, water treatment facilities handle all of these vibrating pills coming through? <laughs> they filter that out. I don't know. Yeah. I guess if you got enough people, I mean, is that how it is? It's like it, you yeah. you swallow it and then you poop it out. I guess. Yeah, if you're putting it through the jam yeah. track. You know, look at the picture below that one right you, there. Go up a little bit. You'll see that picture. There it is. So there it's it actually is. a little machine that you're going to suck into. It kind of looks a little brown there on the end. You, know, you see that? Yeah, I don't like that. But anyway, yeah. that's uh, not going to be good for your soil either. <laughs> so if you want to, quote unquote, lose weight, yeah. how about eating cleaner food that's not contributing to the weight gain? That is the toxins that now necessitate your body's metabolism to alter to store excess fat and water, to dilute the toxic burden, to protect the vital organs if it can, for as long as it can. Another reason to go organic or the equivalent of. Grow your own, know your farmer, become your farmer, and do better. Yeah, it's a Look at Mark Siegel there. Doesn't look, Mark Siegel look like he swallowed the pill and it just started vibrating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put the microphone down by his belly. What's going on over there? Anyway, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's... It, it talks about the vagus nerve. I, I think we've touched on the vagus nerve just briefly yeah. on this show, but we've really not spent much time on it. Mm-hmm. It is something that, uh, I mean, I've seen books written about it. There have been webinars that have been done about the vagus nerve. Yeah, um, I really don't know that much about it myself personally. What, what is it you know about the vagus nerve? What's the deal? What's it's Because there are people that are like, oh, you know, if you do this, then it, it solves all these problems and it's good for you. And Yeah. Well, I don't even know. I, do, you, do you go to Las Vegas or I, something? Yeah, to, you know, Las Vegas nerve, which we did as, as a family. We were there hanging out and had a good time. 
Yeah. Uh, talk about that a little bit on the other side of the break, as well as the first detox dialogue of the new year. Thanks to Super Don for prompting that to happen. No vibrating pill necessary. You guys want to learn about various methods of detoxification, various substances that can help you, etc. Various foods inclusive. We got a new segment of the Robert Scott Bell Show coming up after the break, including some more announcements of upcoming events and uh, some thanks to some key sponsors as well. Thank you for being here on the first episode of the new year. Look forward to uh, many more after all, I've done it 24 years now. This is the 25th year we're beginning, and I'm grateful. And I want to remind you, as I always do, as not change, the power to heal is yours. Well, that looked cool, like not something from the 1970s or 80s. Uh, some trans- transformational ways to get back into the show Super Don has been working on over the holidays and uh, kicking into the gear, the new year here. And I hope you're enjoying the show. First hour, I feel really good about. <laughs> and I like, I like where we're starting. And I like y'all that uh, are here early on and uh, helping to share the show with others in need. Uh, there, We are still after 20, you know, 25th year starting one of the best kept secrets, maybe not the best kept secret. I don't know anymore, but one of the best kept secrets in health talk media. And, uh, you know, we want, we want you to feel comfortable sharing it as comfortable as possible, recognizing that there's always a risk that we might mention you're in therapy. It could happen, but recognize the diversity of topics that are covered here and hang on another minute longer. It'll change. And we'll hit another topic. Detox dialogue coming up in just a moment. And we also have a homeopathic hit to kick in the new year. One of my favorites and one of yours, you know, is comfrey in homeopathic form. We'll get that in a moment. Upcoming events. I think the first one officially that I have is the uh, 2024 Autism Health Summit. And this is thanks to Tracy Slepsevic. And she's put this on and it's just going to be amazing. Dr. Andy Wakefield, Del Bigtree, Dr. James Lyons-Wilder from IPAC, Dr. Jack, Dr. Brian Hooker. And, and so many more are going to join us in San Antonio, Texas, the 2nd and 3rd of February. So spend Groundhog Day with us, if you will, and uh, we'll see you in San Antonio for that. I'm still working on my PowerPoint. Tracy, if you're listening, it's a lot. I know. You want me to do more homeopathy? I've got it coming in. Mom, just, yeah, it's a lot. A lot to do. Anyway, I got that coming up. Then after that, uh, middle of the month, and I don't know why that image is still there, Super Don, but uh, I thought you had a, n- a new one for that. But the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. That's one of the things I didn't do. <laughs> okay. Slacker. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. There you go. There it is. Now, that's, this is good. That's what I'm talking okay. about. If you went, great, but you couldn't see it all. I couldn't see it all. You now have access to the three months of the Trinity Health Freedom Expo's incredible content uh, from Jeffrey Smith, Paul Baratero, Jonathan E. Mord, and uh, Morley Robbins, and uh, Brian Artis. It was amazing. So many awesome folks. I'm not just, I can't, you can see the pictures. I can't name them all because I got too much to do. But check it out February 17th and 18th, 35 bucks, three months access. It is so worth it. And then we'll have, usually we have at least one or maybe sometimes two different live uh, uh, panel discussions that I'll moderate as well. And there'll be more presentations that weren't given there available to you. So please go to trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com and sign up. 
as well as trinityschool.org to get into the body, mind, spirit options that Trinity School has. Now, the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo is coming up in March in Atlanta area. And Atlanta, Georgia, March 8th through 10th. And that's uh, thanks to Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. And there's limited time to sign on as an exhibitor and also get discount tickets. Uh, we got Dr. McCullough scheduled there, Dr. Uh, Wilson and others. And we'll have a nice reunion there. And then a week after that, in the Atlanta area. I might be hanging out in Atlanta in March in addition to going to see mom's birthday in January here coming up on the 29th. Uh, third annual Next Steps Conference, thanks to Tia Severino, March 14th through 17th, and it's at the Lake Lanier Islands Resort. It's just a wonderful place. We have a great time together, and I hope to see you there at that event. Uh, heal, con- connect, thrive, and go, and you can go to next-steps.info to sign up and be part of that with all of us. So that's coming up. There'll be more that we'll add to the list, but that's enough for the moment. Because we got the RSB show family reunion and the Red Pill Expo, unfortunately, at the same time. So we're, we're challenged on that one. But uh, that's coming up, too. And, uh, man, great stuff happening. If you get a chance to travel and get together, I don't know about you, but I've been richly rewarded every time I get out of my comfort zone and visit and go and actually be present with folks. It's something different. As much as this show, I believe, is pretty awesome, and I love doing it, and I love that, knowing that you're here with me. It's so much better when we get together. So uh, plan on getting together, won't you? And now plan on the Detox Dialogues on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's time for Detox Dialogues right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's not just for January anymore, but we are in January. Why not? Finally, kicking it into gear. Super Don's been pushing it, pushing it. When can we do it? Well, we're doing it now. And the first detox dialogue. And again, I want to thank the sponsors, Trinity School of Natural Health, Folium PX, Nutritional Frontiers, for making this show possible for us to be able to do these things. And today it's dry brushing. This is a technique, a method that you can use because we'll talk about methods. We'll talk about supplements. We'll talk about foods in the detox dialogues, dry brushing. Many of you have done it. Many of you know about this and kind of share it as a simple technique. The only thing you might have to buy if you don't make your own is a, a dry brush, a brush that you can use on your skin. That's not like necessarily a hairbrush. It's not the same thing. And so these dialogues are just, you know, give you a brief overview to different ways you could support the detox pathways of the body. And this is the dry brushing start. So if we scroll down. By the way, before anybody says anything, yes, I misspelled dialogues. Yes. I was, I was chasing that all over the place. So all the different things that I put it on today and I didn't, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't change the PDF. So, Steve, you yes. don't have to be able to let me know that I misspelled dialogues. I, I okay, got thank you, Super. Hey, look, the first one. Come on, give him <laughs> a little break now. All right, so let's scroll down, and this PDF will be available for you to share. History of dry brushing, originating from ancient cultures. Dry brushing been a part of wellness practices for centuries. It's not new, although for many that never heard of it, it's like, whoa, that's new. It's been used for physical and spiritual cleansing, promoting circulation, and even skin health. Now, key characteristics: focusing on the physical body exfoliation, removing of dead skin cells. That's okay. You're normally going to do that, but you're going to help that along with dry brushing. But I think the more important is the internal aspect of supporting the lymphatic system. Remember, the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. It relies on movement. And let's say you're sedentary, or let's say you're not as active as you once were. Doing dry brushing can help you tremendously 
get the benefits of much greater movement in terms of exercise you might not be capable of doing at the moment. Stimulating the lymphatic system, which is critical for detoxification processes. It's also mentally impactful in terms of relaxation. The act could be a contemplative meditative experience if you do it in a calming way. So there you go. Primary benefits, skin health. We talked about smoother, more vibrant health and skin. Circulation boost. It's also going to enhance blood flow, opening up the pathways, energy centers, and physical blockages it can help remove. Detoxification aid, supporting the lymphatic movement, which is part of the drainage canal of the body, and energizing. Many people that do dry brushing claim, hey, man, I've got energy. Like, I've just done exercise, but I'm not exhausted. How cool is that? So what can you need? What could you use? The right brush. Uh, we're not selling these things. Maybe Superdome we should if we were real full-on hardcore capitalists. I believe in free market capitalism, but we often don't take advantage of that much. So we ask for your support. If you believe in what we're doing and want to help, please do. Uh, begin at the feet, moving in long strokes towards the heart. Routine, ideal before showering once or twice daily. If there are any precautions or guidelines, if you have really sensitive skin, be careful in those areas, of course. Use gentle strokes, not a hard pressure to avoid irritation or injury or bruising if you bruise easily. And post brush care. Make sure you hydrate the skin. And also, you might need to cleanse the, the brush itself from time to time. Complementary practices, hydration, of course. Drink plenty of water. I prefer Echo Water. If you haven't checked out Echo Technologies, there's banners at robertscatbell.com. Eating cleaner foods, minerally rich foods. How about the energy bits, the chlorella and the spirulina? Exercise, if you can add exercise in there, like walking, jogging, swimming, things like that, that can enhance circulation even more. But even the act of dry brushing can serve as some form of exercise for those that aren't exercising yet to ease you into it. So there you go. Our first ever detox dialogue. Concluding. Reiterating traditional practice, it's not radical, it's not a departure from things that you can do, and uh, many of you already do, uh, but it's more than skincare, bringing vibrance, energy, detox, everything to you. So, if you have any concerns about this, this is not medical advice, this is just information education to provide options for you to live a better, healthier life. If you want to consult with a doctor, that's on you. But as I say, if you want a doctor, at least check with them, ask them how often they have a bowel movement, because if they're going less than you, there's a problem there. You know what they're full of. So how about that for the first detox dialogue? Woo! I don't hear the crowd cheering at all. I feel better about that now. First detox dialogue. Well well done, Sue. I, I credit all credit to you, my brother. Really. Yeah, I mean, I think it's <clears throat> it's cool. We really haven't done anything like this before, ever. Um, and I, I, I kind of like it. And, and I, just so that you know, the detox dialogues will be treated the same as the homeopathic hits. So if you go to the website and you look uh, in the drop-down menu under more, mm -hmm. there was a page that was just kind of there where it said coming soon. You can now go there and download the PDFs from there as well. And... Uh, I, my goal is to, <laughs> I'll be putting these up on Patreon as well, just like we do yeah. with homeopathic hits. So you'll have the visuals of it as well. And yep. uh, again, it, the idea is, and it's, it's sort of a monologue because if it were a dialogue, then you and I would be talking about stuff and we could, you know, in, integrate that into the detox dialogues. You uh, I know have, having to, a conversation with yourself. Yeah. But I know right. when it comes to homeopathy, uh, you know, what are you, what are you going to say? Except you're going to make fun of the Harry Potter sounding Latin names. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So those are definitely uh, homeopathic hits that are sort of monologue-ish. 
but maybe we can get some dialogue going. And it is possible, like, with folks are, you know, putting comments in the show live, we can react to. I mean, I'm looking at some of the comments. Uh, let's see. This one's coming from Facebook. Steve is talking about, oh, yeah, you caught, yeah, so the vagus nerve. So here we are, Steve going, vagus nerve known for uh, as a wandering nerve because it goes from your brain down to most of your body as it uh, picks up signals to relax. Uh, back to the brain, crosses over to the vocal cords. And that is the bioacoustic vocal analysis that uh, we've talked about before, and that's fascinating. So there you go, a little bit on the vagus nerve too. So we appreciate that. And that's part of the fun of the the Zoom AMAs from everybody. It's not just about what I know. It's also about what you all know and our ability to share it in that nice community. So please consider becoming part of our Patreon community. And uh, one of the questions of the day, I'll get to that as well. Uh, let's see. Restore. We'll go to hour two now. Now we've finally made it. Over two hundred years. Oh, this is an interesting. I got a, I got a message from my buddy, and I'm gonna. He's gonna remain unnamed for the moment, just for the moment. But he ser- served for many years in one of the armed forces, uh, and he sent this. Longtime over. listeners can probably guess who it is. Yeah, and I'm trying to arrange for him to come on the show to talk about it because he's one of the signatories to this letter to the DOD Pentagon over 200 vets active duty forces vow to hold military leaders accountable for COVID-19 vaccine mandate more than 200 military veterans and active duty members, former officials and military spouses released an open letter on January 1st, just yesterday in which they vowed to do everything in their power to hold the senior military leaders responsible for forcing COVID-19 injections on the troops through this mandate. Uh, this is a a profound step in the right direction to hold to account people who are criminals, I believe. Not only violating the Constitution, but violating fundamental, I can say decency in terms of bodily integrity to not be experimented upon. And here's uh, some of the, let's see, if I'm reading some of the uh, uh, letter itself, I'm not going to read the whole thing. While implementing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, military leaders broke the law, trampled constitutional rights, denied informed consent, permitted unwilling medical experimentation and suppressed the free exercise of religion. Service members and families were significantly harmed by these actions. Their suffering continues to be felt financially, emotionally, and physically. Some service members became part of our ever-growing veteran homeless population. Some developed debilitating vaccine injuries. Some even lost their lives. In an apparent attempt to avoid accountability, military leaders are continuing to ignore our communications regarding these injuries and the laws that were broken. And the signatories include uh, U.S. congressional candidates and candidates for other political office. This is where the average folks are now going, you know what? Like Jonathan E. Mord, I got to do something more. I got to get into office and try to impact from inside. And, and kudos to all those that are doing it because they're less likely to be easily swayed by money or threats because they already survived the threat of the loss of their livelihood being in the various armed forces by refusing to get the injection or those that got them and now learned that wasn't a good plan to comply. So signatories specifically named chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and other people that some have retired now. But I think this is an interesting thing. They have a long-term horizon, they say. This is not about a quick fix, but they're not letting it go. They're like be the dog with the proverbial bone that you can't take out because this is something that in order to remedy the future, we've got to remedy the past. What does that mean? It means hold those to account that have violated the law. There is a reason why, if you're a parent, if you've ever been a parent, 
especially when your kids were young, you held your kids to account and you, maybe you call it punishment. Maybe you call it timeout, maybe, but there were consequences to actions. Now, was that because you were mean and hated your kids that you did these things that your, your kids go, Oh, that's mean mommy, daddy. No, it was because you loved them. You cared enough about them that you wanted them to learn an important, valuable lesson before they became adults. Clearly, these people at the highest levels of government and, and medicine and media and um, the military were never, never apparently disciplined as children to violate the law so overtly in the way they've done, to pass these mandates that do not pass any constitutional muster, and now to want to get away with it. You're going to hear this. Why can't we just get along? Why can't we just move on? That was in the past. We're not doing that anymore. The mandates are gone. But if you don't set precedent and punish these people for their behavior or actions, and I don't mean out of spite, vindictiveness, even though you could be angry genuinely and righteously, but because they violated the law and there are consequences to that. I, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm... <sighs> I just feel overwhelming emotions right now about this because there's a huge force that wants to deny the righteousness of going after the perpetrators of these crimes. And those people that have retired are going to say, well, I'm no longer in office. Why are you bothering with me? That's that's in the past. But that which in the past is if it's not rectified in some way. And I don't mean it, it you know, you can totally make people whole that were harmed or even killed, but to have some form of what we call justice. What is justice? Justice is everything. Well, let me just say this. Justice is everyone getting exactly what they deserve. Do you feel that the people that perpetrated these crimes, whether it be in the military or elsewhere, have gotten what they deserve for their bad behavior? Have they paid for? Have they remedied? Have they rectified the abuses that they've dished on it? Now, I can hear some in certain audiences saying, well, that's why we need reparations for, you know, you can go back in time and say, look at my ancestors were this or that they were harmed in some way, shape or form. But that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who have perpetrated crimes who are still in existence right now and that need to be held to account for the behavior that they actually participated in, which is far different from saying your ancestors were harmed, not knowing if you were your ancestor. Or if you were the perpetrator of your ancestor because you lived before, perhaps. I know, again, challenging you to consider other possibilities. But in this case, this is a fantastic step in the right direction for the sake, if not to make people whole that were harmed at this point, to do what we can to prevent this from happening again to future generations. That's why it's a righteous cause. That's why I support it. And that's why I look forward to having one or more of the signatories on the show in the coming days, weeks, and months, see where this is going. And for those of you who think this is, again, oh, now you're delving into politics. Again, this is where politics crosses over into health freedom. And we must consider and discuss that like adults as much as we can in a nonpartisan fashion, but realizing that right now there are party differences too. But also take this on an individual case basis and move it forward. So that's fascinating what's happening there. Now, let's see. We could go into farming. I think we can. This will be a good discussion here in just a moment. I'm going to get to that in a moment. I mentioned that the impact on the health of everybody on planet Earth by 
environmental degradation. And this has nothing to do with warming or cooling. It, it, can we can we resolve in 2024 to get beyond the idea that what man is doing on planet Earth is altering the weather in such a great degree that it, it's causing the wholesale destruction of the planet and everyone and everything on it? Now, this is not to deny controversial technologies like high-altitude auroral research projects like HARP that do mess with the ionosphere and alter weather or behavior uh, weather patterns and things like that. I acknowledge the bizarre existence of some of these technologies. But if you've been alive long enough, and Super Don and I have, I think, we can remember when we were just on the precipice of a new ice age back in the 70s. And then it became global warming. And then they realized the temperatures didn't match the warming. And these are often uh, what they call um, surrogate markers. They're not even direct markers in terms of temperature differentiation. The weather has changed on planet Earth all of its history, largely due to the activity of the sun. Now, whether you believe it's a light bulb in the sky and the firmament and dome, or whether you believe we're a circular planet orbiting around the sun, again, I'm, I can have fun and humor with that. I, I just, you know, I'm like Super Don. It's like, if it is that or not that, I don't think it affects me much other than um, it's a fun thing we can talk about. But the activity of the sun is more proven to impact weather patterns and even temperatures on the planet more than anything else much less natural activities like volcanic activities, et cetera. So that would be a nice resolution to see, seemingly, even if you're environmentally inclined, and I hope you are in terms of supporting a healthy, cleaner environment, that you would get beyond the idea that what we're doing is causing temperature shift or fluctuation. If we're concerned about the environment, it should be due to toxicological burdens and cleaning that up. And that's where we would all find agreement beyond the left-right Hegelian dialectic. So one of the ways to remedy that which is impacting us all, some to greater, some to lesser degrees, consider the botanical ingredients in folium PX. And, and if you want to tune in, if you become a patron, you can hear the special appearance we had with Bobri, and we had a little bit of Q&A with Bobri talking about the environmental issues. The air we're breathing, we're all stressed. Our livers are stressed. Our body is a toxicological ticking time bomb. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just acknowledging the environment in which we're in. Now, I have thrived beyond that because I started with a toxicological burden body and worked very hard and diligently over, let's see, 24, 30, 30, 30 since 1990, whatever that is, <laughs> 34 years to clean my body up. And I've succeeded beyond what I could have imagined considering that I'm still living on the same planet we're all on and I'm still burdened by the same toxicological exposures we all are, except I've reduced them to the greatest ability I know I can and I can always do better by choosing cleaner food, filtering the water, hopefully working on the air. That's one of the things I want to do in this year as well. That I can get well, considering I was ill for the first 24 years of my life, is I think in indicative that you can too. Whether you're worse off than me, the same as me, or not as bad as me. That by changing what you do, by changing what you put in and altering your environment for the better, you are going to be stronger, healthier, more resilient to deal with everything. And one of the things to do that, to help you do that, is the Folium products, series of products. Folium PX is the original, Folium Immuno, and Folium Relax. And I think, Super Don, didn't, 
Bobry say he extended the sale? I don't know, maybe till the third or something. But he was doing a buy two, get one free, which he'd never done before. So if you reach out to foliumpx.com and say, hey, I heard about it on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Tell me about this buy two, get one free, because that's the best deal he's ever had, as far as I'm concerned. And you guys want to start on a really strong, healthy foot in the new year? You want to break through the ceiling in your healing? You want to dance the, the new year in? You want to dance on your 90th birthday like we're anticipating mom to do? Try the Folium products. Use the RSB 10 code or just call them and, and they'll give you that discount. Or in this case, the discount, buy two, get one free. So I just wanted to tie that in to the environment as I go into the environment further with this article from the Union of Concerned Scientists. And it's a blog at ucusa.org. Did you know that soil health affects human health? Now, I can hear you groaning in the audience because you've been with me long enough. For those of you who have, like, of course, that's silly. How, how is that even a question? But apparently, this, this isn't a moment of duh for most people. Soil health affecting human health and animal health. How long have we been talking about the healthy soil? From the moment I opened the microphone in 1999, I was talking about organic food and organic soil because I learned from my mentor how critical cleaning up that soil is. And the organic farmers, the biodynamic farmers understood this. They know this. And if we look into this article from the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, they were investigating the links between human health and soil health, looking into how soil management practices support healthy soils and influence the nutritional content of the foods and affect overall human health. So this falls flies in the face of the medical community that said, it doesn't matter what quality of food, just eat four square meals a day and you'll get what you need. No, now you're acknowledging that the way you treat the soils and how you grow the food impacts the very nature of that food. Does it have the vitamins, minerals, and trace minerals in adequate quantities or at all to support human and animal life? And this is what they find, the vital relationship between food, soil, Farming and our food. Again, food, food, food. When food was food. The human microbiome, we've heard about it. How about the soil microbiome? How about the interactivity? How about the connectedness? How about what you find in that soil impacts you? If you're growing your own food. In fact, even going into my greenhouses to sustain the growth through the winter, I'm getting my hands in the soil if I can, you know, depending on what I'm doing. You know, I could even be weeding a little bit because I brought some stuff in from the outside. And so there's some stuff that came in. I'm like pulling out and I'm getting some dirt under my fingernails. All of that exposure is direct contact, even airborne. And I'm not afraid of the microbes. They're healthy. They're helpful. Interacting with them strengthens you, doesn't weaken you. Yet our allopathic medical community believes that we need an aseptic soil. I don't think they argue for that, do they? But they certainly do when they give you an antibiotic try to cleanse your whole gut of this of these microbiological life forms that are life-sustaining, that provide for assimilation of nutrients, digestive processes, that provide for detoxification processes, that provide for the production of endocrine compounds, hormones that keep you young, vital, and healthy, and, and in addition, the neurotransmitters, brain, neurological function, all of that, microbiome-related. Uh, a long-term field study, scientific study, according to this article, <clears throat> showed that the microbial community in organically farmed soils, you're not surprised by this, I'm not, is much more diverse than conventionally managed soils, i.e. treated with chemical fertilizers. The organic farmers 
uh, and farming also shown support to support enhanced level of soil organic carbon, soil nitrogen, and microbial biomass, and to improve soil structure, all of which are markers of healthy and resilient soils. Farming affects nutrient density. The Rodale Institute's farming systems trial, they found out the food grown organically was healthier because it contained more of the vitamins, minerals, and trace minerals that you need to sustain your life, to sustain the life of your pets and your kids. Not necessarily in that order, but maybe. <laughs> and they talk about the higher content of various things like vitamin C naturally occurring in organic versus synthetically or commercially chemically grown. So again, another interesting and confirming, strengthening and supporting your perspective Super Don's perspective of why he's going, he and his wife are going organic now. Well, again, organic equivalent, right? It might not be certified, but if you know how it's grown because you grew it, you didn't get it certified, it's organic equivalent. And there are others out there doing it. And why I encourage you, even in the winter, depending on if you're in Florida, you could still grow outdoors, but certain areas where you got to have greenhouses, be a living example for yourself, your kids, and your community. Grow food before you have to or else it's way late. And then we are in a zombie apocalypse. And I don't want that to be part other than humorous um, references in 2024 because I know there'll be a lot of real ones <laughs> in this year. So with that, we're at the bottom of hour two here, our first show of the new year. Feeling good. I've got questions of the day coming up. We've got the homeopathic hit of the day. I'm going to take a moment to take a sip of my tea. <clears throat> So I can uh, save my voice for the home stretch here today, Super Don. So if you don't mind opening your mic and save me. A little bit of, a lot of talking today, huh? A lot of talk. Well, when it's you, me, it's mostly me. <laughs> it is. And not a lot of, you know, Q&A in terms of I can wait and you guys answer me. And So, yeah, right. this is what you got to do. Mm. But I think it's a good way to start the new year, just you and me. Not a bad Yeah, way. why not? Yeah. Why not? Did you watch the ball drop? Uh. No. no, of course we we did stay up because there's a lot of fireworks going on everywhere. Oh yeah, there was here too. Yeah, I did Dog, see, the dogs were not happy. We did see some musical. Uh, I saw Foghat played on one show. Foghat's still around. On what show? I don't know which. I was one just of, about to to start complaining about how much the shows suck now. Yeah, I because I was going back and forth. You know, because you got the one on CNN where they have you know. Um, uh, what are those two guys that are always on that on that show? Um, I can't remember. They're partners. Oh, uh, um, uh, Anderson, Anderson Cooper, Cooper and, and the other dude. And, you know, and they're like, hey. They're drinking it up into the Yeah, day. drinking stuff. And then I went over to the ABC thing with um, Ryan Seacrest, the Dick Clark. Okay. Which they still call the Dick Clark uh, New Year's Eve, rocking New Year's Eve, which is mm -hmm. nice that they're they're carrying that on. Um, but it's like the music acts. I, I just, whatever, I guess I'm out of touch, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, what is this crap? I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, I, I'm like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth because it's like, you know, it's most like, of it is woke BS. I know. Uh, I did again. I said, I don't know which one it was. We we're flipping around and I did see fog. Hat, fog at Yeah. Really? Played, uh, you know, uh, their, their, uh, uh, what was their big hit? That's going way back. Slow ride. Yeah. Slow ride. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They weren't, as good, of course, but you don't expect them all always to be as good. But then again, I've seen Kansas and yes, and they were pretty darn good in concert still. Uh, but I didn't complain. It was nice to see them. Uh, there was another band that I didn't know the name of, but I knew of them because I knew their music from Phineas and Ferb. 
Remember that cartoon, mm-hmm. Phineas and mm-hmm. Ferb? And yep. they did the the song theme song from that. And they also did that song, 1985, like a, a when music was still on. Oh, TV. it's um, who is that? Is that Fountains of Wayne? No, maybe or um, I forget it was a weird. Name. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Bowling for Soup. That's it. Bowling for Soup. Yeah, that's who it is. And uh, they were pretty portly. The two, the lead singer and one of the yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I that was, they were kind of fun. They played yeah. some music that was kind of fun. I saw yeah. that and. Uh, you know, other than that, there was some good know. music in that era um, yeah. when those bands were playing. I, I enjoyed a lot of that 2000s um, music. Yeah. And they said that Phineas and Ferb is coming back. They got f- like 40 new episodes. I don't know. When I saw that show, I was just blown away with the, the, the they, they did me, often musicals, music. It oh, was yeah. Really creative. There was all these, in fact, we used, there was one of those that, that your wife mm-hmm. brought to our attention. That yeah. we could use for segment, and it was the busted theme. Remember that? And oh, that yeah. that was a, that was a song that was, from Phineas and Ferb. That's right. Yeah. We got to bring that back. That was fun. <laughs> I've got it yeah. somewhere. All right. Yeah. There, that's good. That's yep. good. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> wow. All right. How about a question of the day? Let's do a question of the day. All right. This is coming from Lori. Uh, I watched you on the John. This is not the Lori. I think it is in our chat room, even though it's spelled the same way. Cause she knows the answer to this. Uh, but she says, uh, I watched you on the Jonathan Otto's uh, show, which aired December 18th. You were talking about stomach issues and to use silver and aloe. I have colloidal silver. Is this what you are talking about? How much of each do you use? Thank you for your help. All right, Lori. See, this is the case where our longtime listeners are going to groan and go, Oh, good Lord. Robert's going to mention the silver aloe protocol again. Well, why wouldn't I? Lori asked, and she's new. And, and and this is where I ask for your patience as I review something that you guys know intricately. It's probably embedded into your DNA now. You've known it for so long. If you go to robertscatbell.com, and Super Don, if you don't mind going to the page and showing them visually, especially if Lori's watching, um, the, the answer to this question is right there for you. Now, colloidal silver is a generalized umbrella term that means silver suspended in water. And you don't know the quality. You often don't know the quantity, even though they might say pay parts per million, but you don't know the parts and how contaminated they are with other base metal. So for me, the bioactive silver hydrosol, the sovereign silver, the Argent 23 is where I'm going. So if you look on, here it is, looking for the free chapter on silver aloe protocol, download it here. But there was also a banner, a larger banner, I thought that you had too, that I saw. But anyway, that opens up a PDF of the chapter from Unlock the Power to Heal. I think it's up higher. Yeah, yeah, somewhere up here it was. Where did it go? Is it higher up? I'm just looking as he's scrolling up. There it is. See, it's in two places now, the Silver Aloe Protocol. And so you click on that, the PDF chapter of Unlock the Power to Heal opens up and gives you the whole basis for why and what and all of that, the scientific basis as well. And it isn't necessarily stomach. It's intestinal primarily uh, because I know a layperson will say stomach and they'll mean everything. But the stomach is easy to get to without aloe. You could drive the silver right to it if you take a quantity, like a tablespoon or more. Uh, but the silver with the aloe is carried past the stomach into the small intestine, large intestine, and colon. And that is how uh, we... Uh, okay, so I just got a text from Bobri. The special offer, the buy two, get one free from Folium ends tonight. So if you've been thinking about getting Folium started, never been a deal like this. Buy two, get one free. All right, so question of the day. Still c- coming back on here. Uh, let's see. Can you go full screen, see if there's anything? How much of each do you use? 
Okay, an ounce of silver hydrosol with an ounce of aloe vera is the starting point. Unless you're a smaller adult under 100 pounds, you can go three quarters of an ounce or half an ounce if you're even smaller. Uh, and that's three times a day on an empty stomach. You do pre and probiotic replenishment every night, like Dr. O'Hara's that we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. And thank you to Jonathan for appearing with us at the Zoom AMA, another special guest. We get our 100% whole food supplements often from choosetobehealthy.com. And you can use the discount code RSB5. All right. So just to recap, yeah. one, one ounce of the, of the aloe, one ounce of the silver, yeah. three times a day. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing probiotics every night at night before you go to yeah. bed. Yeah. Now, um, there's a lot I'm assuming that's morning. Like when you get up afternoon, yeah. do you eat before or after you do it? After, Preferably after on an empty stomach. Yeah. So you eat after. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe my wife is going to do this. How long do you do it for? Uh, two weeks for mild reset. Like some of you might want to do a reset to start the new year. It's a two-week protocol. If it's uh, more serious gastrointestinal inflammation, um, colitis, Crohn's, et cetera, it could be four, six, or even eight weeks. So, yeah. Okay. So, right. once again, Folium PX, the deal, buy two, get one. <clears throat> Now, here, here's another question. The aloe that you're going to use, I know that we, we uh, you get yours from Stockton Aloe, which we have a banner um, on the website for that, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, the reason why you want to use what Stockton Aloe has is because... Well, it's like you've grown it yourself and harvested it yourself. It's not preserved. There's no synthetic chemicals on it. It's a clean, pure... Fruit. So the stuff you see on the shelf, you know, like a Trader Joe's, it says aloe juice. It's processed. It's often preserved. Right. Uh, if you can get a certified organic one with minimal preservation, it'll still help and work. I won't say that you can't use that. I'm just... If I'm a purist, I would say go all the way. But if you can't, I would still do it. It still works. People have great success. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Lori, for that question of right. the day. That All right. Great. I think we're back on track here. Any other announcements? Anything else that I need? You want to, to do know? the next one? Okay. There's another one? Yes, there's another one. Okay, go ahead. All right. It's a multi-question. Yeah. Oh, this one's big. Bill is writing in. Hi, guys. When using copper wire in the garden, is there a certain gauge of wire? Now, we talked about this with Scott Scherner, and also we had a, a, a I forget, jeez, oh, there's so many. Electroculture. Yeah. Electroculture. Yes. Uh, the gauge wire, obviously, the larger gauge wire, the more it can carry, the more it can attract. So I would say the largest gauge wire you can afford to use that won't be stolen from your yard because copper <laughs> That's is true. somewhat yeah. valuable, as you, as you might imagine. Yes. Uh, but even if you have the very thin gauge or smaller gauges uh, of uh, wire, and you can use that. You can just do you know double or triple wrap loops kind of thing and you might have more surface area in that regard and that's okay too so you just adapt basically um the larger the gauge if you will in terms of the thickness of the the, you need the less coil amount you need total wire whereas if you have a thinner kind you would wrap it more you'd end up being equipped and if you have any questions you can buy these pre-made yes we had a a, a guest on last year we did yeah she she made them I have to go back into the show notes and, and look that up. To make yourself and Scott Scherner might be talking more about that at the RSB family reunion. Uh, Leslie is hosting, and and thanks to your kind generosity, everybody and the support you've given the show, we were able to donate uh, some to help set that up so that she can prepare and get the materials and supplies ready for that event. 
And there'll be a limit, limited number of people that can attend. So let's see what else. Uh, when flying, Bill asked, do you take the key me with you? If so, do you keep it in the box? All right. I never had the key me. I had the key, the home cell, whatever it was. I forget the name of it. Um, would you keep it in the box? Yeah, it doesn't matter. The box doesn't stop it from working. Um, remember, the, the the controversy of the key is, unfortunately, the man who claimed to have developed it ended up to be, I can't I can't say anything nice, so I'm not going to say anything at all. Uh, and uh, it doesn't mean that doesn't work. I like it, but it's just disappointing, you know, when humans disappoint you. <laughs> kind of uh, ruined it for a lot of people, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one day we'll, we'll access the manufacturer for something better that bypasses it uh, because I just yeah, can't work with people like that. All right. What do you use to clean the trays and seats on an airplane? Will the airlines allow oregano P73? I don't know. I mean, if you want to clean an area, you can have your sovereign silver or spray, silver spray. Uh, you can use your oregano P73. I, I guess the smell would be pretty strong from the oregano that might be upsetting to some, which is why they <laughs> might, is, I, uh, I've never heard of what is oregano P73? Is it like an oregano based cleaner or something? Yes, or? oregano oil. You can, you can use it internally uh, and externally, but uh, it's, all of these things are, are very pungent, you know, and I don't mind the fl- the smell, but some people might. So that might be limiting when you're on an airplane sharing the space with others. Right. So I would say taking, you know, the orange TKO or the orange guard, you know, as an orange cleaner. Um, that would probably smell better than oregano. Right. And the, yeah. uh, the silver to clean or cleanse. And there are ozone and oxygen-based cleansers as well if you want. Uh, let's see. How can I donate to the RSB show? Be specific as to exactly how to donate. Okay. Oh. So Super Don on our website, yes. robertscottbell.com, there is a Patreon support group. That's one way where you, you know, participate directly, but there's also a donation now button through PayPal that connects with the, the support for the show. And so you can click on that. If you want to send that, if you if those two ways don't work for you, then contact Super Don or me directly through the website, and and we can reach out to you if you want to support us in some other way. Uh, maybe it is by uh, supporting us to get you know more outreach, like we're talking about being better at digital marketing. Like how do we get these clips out there that go viral to get more people eyes and ears on the show? Um, you know, there are a lot of creative ways that you can help donate to the show. It doesn't have to always be in money. It can be donating time, service, or connecting us with folks, or you know, getting getting me on other shows. Well, just silly. I don't even think about it all the time, but they, you know, each time I'm on a show and people interview me, they learn, Oh, you have a show. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they might come on over and become part of the family. So those are great things to consider and do. So Bill, thank you for that. Ask that question. And specifically, I hope we answered it specifically enough outside of, you know, what we know other than what we might have to learn. He had kind of a general question here. Last thing okay. here. He says, I'm not the world's greatest flyer. Any suggestion on how to stay healthy when flying? That's kind of a general yeah. question. Yeah. But I guess, what, don't eat the airplane food? <laughs> um, well, you know, on Delta, they have uh, like an organic granola bar I've seen do they? on recent flights. Yeah. but typically, And they yeah. usually have a kosher meal. Yeah. But again, what is kosher anymore? Right. <laughs> It could be blessed GMO foods. I, you know, right. so I'm just being real about this. So carrying your own food, but being healthy on a plane is not wearing a mask, but I carry the Sovereign Silver or the Argentin 23 spray with me on airplanes and I'll spray in my mouth, my nose, my ears, my eyes, everything. That's what I do. 
Uh, and that's basically <clears throat> how I stay well. I hydrate. I have one of the Echo Goes you can get from Echo Technologies. Uh, and that means you could take the purified water, uh, pour it into your Echo. I had the, the airline flight attendants do that from their bottled water or whatever. I'll, I'll have them either they'll pour it into a cup or pour it directly into the thing, close it up, and I will press the button once or twice and I'll have molecular hydrogen infused water. That's going to help as well, stay strong and healthy during the flight, much less hydrated. Uh, so that's another technique to do that. I don't tend to worry about, you know, germs as much as a lot of people. So when you think about cleaning, it's more or less, hey, if there's food debris and throw up on a on a thing, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of gross, right? But other than that, you're not going to get it purified fully. But if you got to no. clean an area, yeah, that's fine. You can utilize various things. Like even a little squirt bottle of, of orange TKO uh, you could take on a plane that's below the size of... I wonder if, if natural immunogenics would ever consider making like a sovereign silver like wipe or something. Yeah, well, who knows? Could be. Right? Yeah. yeah there's an idea, idea right? I, I like the idea. I don't Should mind I trademark that, that, you think? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me uh, take another sip of tea here. All right. Hmm. Sip of tea. And I'll spray something Brian Artis gave me. He's got a throat spray. It looks like a botanical throat spray. Um, I have my silver spray right with me. I sent out a bunch of silver uh, this morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was fun to give away so much. Have we ever given away that many? We had 12 trivia questions. Yeah, that's a record. Yeah. and, and that, if you that was it, a record. The folks that are donating to us by being part of our Patreon family, they often get more in value. I mean, actual measurable value in gifts during each Wheat months thing thanks to our sponsors. Mm -hmm. So it's like, dude, you talk about a return on your investment. Even yeah, it's pretty amazing. So that was fun. So look for yeah. those in the mail in the next few days. They're on the way. <sighs> All right. Shall we do a homeopathic hit to wrap up uh the official show and then we'll do, do the first bonus round of uh 2024? Let's do it. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. This one's like a homeopathic gimme, I think, at this point. Symphytum. How many times have I talked about symphytum over the years? Quite a few times. Yeah, and so we actually have the hit. I'm like thinking, didn't we do this already? No, I just always <laughs> talk about it. Thanks to Trinity School. Thanks to Folium. Thanks to Nutritional Frontiers for supporting the show and making these homeopathic hits possible and the detox dialogues. There you go, a picture of what some phytum looks like that does look go back to that that is actually what it looks like uh we have it growing out back and i harvest it at the end of the season of course and it's wow it has like little white gloves and it like smiles and, yeah, and you, it's like you went to the backyard and took a picture of it waves oh, at you as you walk no, by the leaves look like that oh okay yeah. all right yeah it's pretty accurate and the little flowers at the top look like that yes but yes okay. and phytum is uh, a wonderful remedy for well we'll get into it let's just welcome you to the homeopathic hits if you're new to the show we do these five minute or so segments to introduce you to various independent individual homeopathic remedies now you can decide to use them together with others or not that's up to you uh and uh it just kind of gives you an opening to go hey maybe i'll go look deeper and what is that materia medica thing you keep talking about i want to know some the remedy for bone injuries and trauma and this one is uh, indeed uh, enhancing the healing, accelerated healing of fractures, bone breaks, and things like that. So let's go into the therapeutic use of symphytum. The origin of symphytum derived from the common comfrey plant, symphytum officinal, and it's been traditionally used for its healing properties, especially in bone-related injuries. In homeopathy, you can actually take the, the leaves and make a poultice out of them. 
they're kind of like prickly. So, you know, if you harvest them, use gloves, but you can dry them up and you can soak them, whatever, and you can make a tincture out of them, anything, a number of things. You can actually drink the tincture. It's like nutrient rich, mineral rich. But in homeopathy, it's used in its highly dilute form focused on its potential for healing of bone fractures and injuries taken internally. Physical properties, characteristics, known for effectiveness in treating bone injuries, particularly fractures, where it helps enhance and accelerate the healing process. It's also indicated in cases of pain associated with old bone injuries and for the promoting of healing damaged tissue around the bones. When we have a mental state consideration, you might know that you'd be a little uncomfortable and irritable when you're recovering from these physical injuries. So dosage and potencies from low potency to high potency, whatever you got, use it. 6X, 12X, 12C, 30C, whatever you got. Uh, you can utilize it repetitively during the early phases of a, a fracture or injury and less frequently as you see healing as an evidence. If you want to go to the very high potencies, uh, you know, I often encourage you to consult a healthcare provider, a homeopath that can go deeper into deep-seated chronic conditions with you from old injuries. Some complementary remedies to consider, and I, man, I could just keep listing a bunch of them, so I just limited myself to four here. Classic injury remedy everybody should know is Arnica Montana. If you don't have some Arnica in your medicine cabinet, dude, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, everybody should have Arnica, of course. And it's for trauma, injuries, bruising, swelling, all of that. Ruta, another great remedy. Ruta Graviolens, useful for injuries to ligaments and tendons. It complements some vitamins action in bone healing. Rustox, we've covered, I believe it's poison ivy, but it's also good for skeletal inflammation reduction and more. And I threw in colchicum, an adjunct remedy for support of skeletal recovery. It's often helpful in removing offending elements that are ag aggravating or inflaming skeletal tissue. So you got a number of things to consider here. Now, some phytum in its homeopathic form is completely safe, of course. It's uh, uh, although advisable not to self-prescribe for serious injuries or fractures. You may need some help there. And if uh, symptoms are worsen or persist, please consult your healthcare provider of choice. So as we conclude, some is the first homeopathic hit of the new year. It's valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating bone injuries, enhancing the healing and accelerate the healing of fractures, managing some pain from old injuries. So if you will, please keep tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show for more of these homeopathic hits and dives into the remedies that are available to you. And you can contribute to the show by being a patron supporter and you can get the clip that I just did. Super Don will make it available for our patrons as well as everybody has the documented PDF download for free, uh, even if you're not a patron supporter. And there's a free Patreon level apparently as well. Uh, so once again, this is informational purposes only, educational purposes, not designed to replace a doctor should you have one or want one. But as I mentioned, time after time, till you get sick of me saying it, ask your doctor if you want them, you want to hire them. How often do you have a bowel movement doc? If they're offended and they won't answer, find another doctor. Or if they go far less frequently than you do, find another doctor because you know what they're full of. And with that, uh, that wraps up the first Robert Scott Bell Show broadcast of the new year. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you, you did, you might want to stick around for the bonus round. We'll check out your comments, maybe additional questions in the various chat rooms, including on Rumble. If you're watching on Q Streaming on your TV, howdy. And uh, glad to have you back with us for the new year. And we're always open to your questions and comments. Submit them at robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the newsletter as well. And take advantage of that folium deal. Dude, buy two, get one free. It expires today, the 2nd of January, 2024. Foliumpx.com. RobertScottBell.com. The power to heal is yours. We're dog sledding now it, it, <laughs> into the bonus round. That was cute. Why not? <laughs> <laughs>
Is that like a seasonal thing? You're going to switch up? Uh, yeah, all the time. Yep. I figured, you know what? I, I How could I improve this? I was thinking, you know what? I mean, for 60 seconds, everybody was just staring staring at a, a picture you know. it's like come on let's 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 have something to look at and so i discovered you know there's lots of really cool fun little little things that people can watch uh rather than staring at a logo you know so yeah. there you go all right <clears throat> great way to start the new year nicely done all right let's look what we got as far as I comments what do we got here? coming off of the homeopathic hit i think Steve asks, can a homeopathic remedy be used topically at an injury site or is it just for systemic use? That's a great question. Mm, and I that, I, the, that's a very good question. The answer is yes, because it's working with the energy field of your body. It isn't necessarily purely a physical medicine, even though you can measure nanoparticles at certain levels still existing, even beyond the number of Avogadro, if you understand dilution levels, 24X or 12C. Uh, but yeah, you can utilize it topically, locally, absolutely. Uh, you can spray it into your field, right? We used to have the sprays, like King Bio had the sprays. You know, you could just spray it around you and it would have benefit as well because your body is not just the physical body. There's an energy field that extends well beyond it. So any area you interact with these homeopathic remedies is going to be of help. Now, if you have like, let's give the example for injury, Arnica Montana. Arnica is a plant. It's an herb and it's somewhat, it's a little toxic. You don't typically drink Arnica in its mother form but as a homeopathic dilution, now it's safe completely to take internally. When you don't have broken skin, you have bruising, you can put an Arnica straight tincture or a, you know an ointment with Arnica in it, or you can use a low potency, like 1X, 2X, 3X of Arnica topically as well. So that's another thing to consider. Or when you utilize the uh, symphytum, you can use it as a tincture, a poultice over the area of the, where the fracture is or injury is, but you can convert that into a homeopathic remedy, as we've talked about homemade versions, like through the, the Corsicovian method, where you just take the original substance, you know, maybe a tincture that you've made yourself from the, the dried leaves that you soaked or desiccate, whatever. You have this tincture, you can now pour out from that tincture bottle that tincture into something else to use. And now what's left stuck to the glass in that bottle would be used for the next potency. So you can add water or water and alcohol or even silver or whatever, and shake it up. Now you've got a 1K, for instance, and you can dump that out, do it again. Now you got a 2K. So you can actually make your own homeopathic remedies at home just in case the FDA shuts down homeopathy. I, I know you're not going to let them. I'm not going to let them. But, hey, you know, let's just be uh, take precaution to know how to make our own remedies at home should we need to. Um, so, anyway, great question, Steve. There, there's an easy answer, and the answer is yes. Uh, let's see. This is coming from Cindy. Uh, hello, Robert. What would be some of the remedies for a torn rotator cuff? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the ones we just mentioned in the homeopathic hit would be valuable and viable for sure. Uh, I would uh, look to use other energetic interventions, if you can call them that, like uh, uh, the red light therapy or the various uh, wavelengths of, of cold laser therapy over that area. Remember, I had that injury years ago, and I was a swimmer, so I had rotator cuff stuff back in the day. But I would utilize uh, this uh, laser, cold laser. And it was like a miraculous thing where I had a frozen shoulder. I couldn't lift my arm at all. And 10 minutes on this laser, I could lift my arm up. So that's another aspect of it. But if it's really fully torn, to promote that healing would be not only the things we mentioned, but copper. Copper and silica. 
Copper and silica are the key minerals for connective tissue. So the Alta Silica we'll get from Jonathan at ChooseToBeHealthy.com and the copper is a sovereign copper or, you know, and or, I mean, I still do bee pollen because of the copper and other good things in bee pollen. Uh, if you do beef liver from grass-fed animals, you could take the, you know, they desiccate it and put it in capsule form. So those of you off-put by eating it, you could still get benefits of copper from a high diet, diet, copper dietary source. Uh, but yes, Arnica, uh, Symphytum, Ruda, um, you know, various cultures, anything dealing with connective tissue issues, Silicea, silica, right, in homeopathic form, number of remedies that could help, but rehab that slowly, gently, but I would look into the cold laser therapy as well. By the way, here's the sovereign copper. We gave away some sovereign copper this time too, I think. Oh, and here's the natural silver healing gel, if you haven't seen that too. There it is. Yeah. I've noticed that the uh, the the health food stores, at least around here, have not have not yet uh, gotten the new packaging. I was hoping that they had the the mm. tube of the the first aid gel. Yeah. And both places I went here in town, they they didn't have it. I was yeah. kind of bummed. Well, it's <clears> the same <throat> thing inside the glass bottle. It's just harder to reach into the end of it. You know, the gel in the in the new packaging is nice because it's delivery all the way. And through. those tubes look bigger than the squirt well, I things. Know they look bigger, but. They're but they're not, though. Outside. It's the same? It's the same they're amount? Outside, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything on Rumble or anything else where I can't see it? Uh, Marge said hi. hi um, Steven made a comment about the, the uh, P73. Mm-hmm. Where you can get it? And um, Liberation Station. I can't, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. That's... Um, come on. He had you on his show. He does his own show. Oh, out of Tampa. Yeah. What's his name? Where are we going? Is he is he live now? No, no, no. He made a comment, but I it's just I, I'm seeing Liberation Station and it's it's drawing, making me blank on his actual name. But anyway, he yeah, he Chris. commented, Chris Steiner. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out for Chris. Yes. So, yep. Check it in over there. It says there's 36 people watching on Rumble. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you. Yeah. That's fun. And I know most people watch later, and that's cool, too. They're not cheap seats. They're not nosebleed seats. But if you happen to have a nosebleed, remember Ferrum Foss and Phosphorus Homeopathic. I'll help you there. And remember, Bob Reeves, <clears throat> he's doing a special deal for all y'all in the Robert Scott Bell Show audience. Buy two, get one free. If you've been on the fence of getting some folium to get started, take advantage of that great offer to start the new year and uh, see the benefits that my mom has seen and many others we've reported on. Uh, the folium products. Remember the detox products, many of them from Nutritional Frontiers on sale at 15% off for the first quarter of the new year. And you can take advantage of the RSB Show family discount, RSB 15, to get an additional 15% off, which is awesome. So Lori says it's worth it for sure. Her eyesight's improving already, which is very cool. All right, what else? Uh, any other feedback? What about you, Super D? Like I said, you're bringing it, all the new things you're doing for the show. It's, it's kind of cool. 25 years in. I feel young. Do you? I do. I, I had my good workout. I, I I worked out. I only made it to the gym seven times in December, which is like a, a low in the last three years. Wow. Yeah. Because of the travel schedule and everything else that was going on. Right. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Now I did, you know, other things to keep a little bit of movement going. Some of the yin yoga poses. That I, I think it was a fair trade off to go to Columbia though. So well, I true, think you're right. There, we were still very active. 
in terms right. of I don't I don't believe that I missed anything other than the intense cardio workout because you do end up elevating your heart rate pretty high uh, doing this thing and and I and I noticed the difference going only seven times coming into the workout this morning. I got to uh, 60 pulse points in nine rounds and I never, it's very hard to get there. So I could tell I'm, I, for me, I'm like, Oh dude, I'm out of shape. You know, people would be mad at me for saying that because I'm not, but relative to the high, high level of fitness when I'm at it almost every day uh, where it's harder and harder to get the, the rate up, right. It still comes down very quickly, but it makes it easier to get to the, my goal of 60 pulse points during the workout. Uh, when I do that until I get to that level of fitness again, where I'm like, Oh dude, I just can't, again, I got to go twice around to get there. But um, anyway, it was, it's good. It's great to be back moving physically. Super Don, what about the movement, the physical movement? Like we've talked about going to the Y, going for walks or getting on elliptical. I don't know, whatever it is that you like to do in the winter. Uh, yeah, go, going to do that. Haven't, haven't gone down there yet. Mm-hmm. Haven't had, a, had an opportunity yet, but we'll be doing that this week. Do they do like like all the gym specials to sign up for the new year? Like, or is it just straight? You know, they, you know the gym gyms. Yeah, yeah, I think they do the Y. I don't know that they they are. They kind of yeah. just do their thing because they're you know whatever. Are they pretty reasonable as far as their rate. <clears throat> trying to remember how much it was a month. It's like fifty bucks a month, I think. Okay, or something like that. But you know, they've got the. You know all the activities because you know the Y is more than just a gym, right? Right. Um, they've got and they've got a full pool there, mm-hmm. which is what my wife is going to be doing. And they've got a you know pretty good cardio room there. Um, Do they have actual classes that they teach? Yeah. Them? Oh yeah, they've got they've got classes and stuff. I don't do classes, but they do <laughs> offer them there. Yeah. Uh, I just do my own thing. That's the way right. I've always been. Yeah, you know, just like oh, I don't need a bunch of pio. Let's do this and this and this. No, I know what I want to do. Okay. You know, I'll just go sit there. You know, the 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 recumbent bike, which is uh, what I like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, they're very high tech now, so you you know they have like a, a screen on it. You can plug your your headphones into it, and you can like watch YouTube videos or or you know listen to music or something or whatever when you're doing it. So yeah. I kind of like the, I go in and they have every day. It's different as I t- talked about other than I, I tend to do just the rope, even though there are variations of it to warm up jump rope, but that each, each segment tells you to do something different each day. That helps me. Cause I don't know what I, if I go in, I'm like, I don't know. That's just me. I don't have that mind that you have. I know what I want to do. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I'm going to go in and tell me what to do. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Why? maybe I should, maybe I could try it, but yeah. maybe later. It's been a while. I got to go in there and just kind of just, you know, sweat out the, the, the oldness and yeah. the, the lack of, of, uh, of doing that sort of thing for a while before I want to sit there and try to keep up with a bunch of people <laughs> in a room. Right. So anyway, we'll see. All right. I'm looking at the show tomorrow. Uh, my buddy, Brad Zalos, who wrote the book liquid leadership is coming on board for the new year. Looking forward to that. He's just a great, great guy. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Very positive is in his outlook too. very empowering. Uh, also, uh, guess what? Ty Bollinger's back for the new year. Hey, we may cover some of the top bizarro stories. So he'll be here tomorrow. Year. Yeah. All yeah, right. He says he's committed to being with us, go outside the box in the hour, second hour. So we haven't had Ty on in a while. He's been busy. Yep. So that'll be fun. We always have a, a goofy good time. Uh, looks like Thursday, we've got Jonathan Emord. 
And then Brian Fairchild looks like the second hour, uh, former CIA case officer uh, across Asia, well, Afghanistan. Oh, this could be interesting. He testified before Congress on counterterrorism, authored the book The Hidden, Shedding Light on Clandestine Operations and Intelligence Matters. Mm. His goal is to educate the public about the existential problems we face with China, Russia, and North Korea, and Iran, and what they can do about it. So how do we classify that? Uh, you know, as far as what we, you know, are doing, I mean, that's a guest that's focusing on a, you know, a d different aspect of, you know, life, right? Yeah, it's a guest. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. And then we have, uh, oh, Scott McKay, the Patriot Street Fighter. Hour one on Friday. We had him on, what, once before? Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. We and got then, Joe Let look on Monday, right? Yeah. And then, da, 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 finally, Michael Bolden returns from his. I don't know. Did he retire? Was oh, he I completely like skipped over uh, Michael Bolden there. How do you yeah. skip over? Michael I jumped Bolden? right to Monday. Don't be jumping. I figured Monday. he wasn't going to show up. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's or actually that's show. us. We're the ones that weren't. We, showing. Yeah. We screw yeah. up his schedule every time. <laughs> yeah. So we got Joseph Ladapo or Ladapo. You messed me up. I'll never get it right. It's Ladapo. Ladapo. And that's uh, uh surgeon general Florida coming back on Monday. Uh, and so we got some really cool, Anthony yeah. Samaroff and Murray Sabrin. Wow. Some really interesting guests coming James up. James Raguski will be back. James Raguski, yeah. Tuesday. And uh, doc, two Jameses, Dr. James Odell from BRMI is coming on next week. Um, I may be, uh, Jonathan Emore tells me we might be going to Florida over the weekend, like the 6th to the 8th or something. I'm not sure, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, to do some support for his candidacy, uh, meeting with people in Florida. I'm waiting to, on those details. So it might be some interesting uh, uh, remotes, perhaps, coming up. Let's right. you know. And let's see. What else? What else? Um, hope you all enjoyed the show today. We're back. We didn't go far. <laughs> we weren't gone long. Yes. Uh, I, mentioned, I mentioned Alta Silica. Yes, I did for the rotator cuff. Yes. All right. Well, that's all I've got. <clears throat> that's all you got. All right. Let me that's just it. check if there are any other comments, questions. No, we're good. So uh, you feel good with the detox dialogues? I do. Yeah, I think it was okay. great. Uh, you know, there's a unlimited array of things to do for detox support. And I like the way, and I'm still wrapping my head around it, how we're covering this. One is methods, I think. Let's mm -hmm. go through that again, right? Things you can do, like like methods, rushing, detox right? methods, then detox, uh, uh, detox dietary additions. Food, yes, right, right. And and in that realm, but a little offshoot of it are supplements, specific things. Correct. That you can do. Yep. Could that include homeopathic drainage remedies at one point? Sure. Okay. Of course, yeah, so that we'll, would be considered. We'll carry that out <clears throat> to that realm too. So what we have to decide is how often do you want to do these. I, I'm I'm still weekly on it. I don't know. Maybe we kick off uh, once a week. Once a week, start with a detox dialogues. Well, here's what we're gonna. Here's here's what I'm gonna suggest. Okay. I would like to have a little bit of um, um, executive decision on that, where okay. we'll shoot we'll shoot for once a week. But if we have a show where it's just like you know, we got room to do it. We got room to do it. Maybe we could throw it in there. All Are right, you good with that? Yeah, yeah, I can okay. roll with that. I'm like, let, let's say minimum once a week, and uh, time permitting, depending on the the guest schedule, things like that. We can always have 
the option of throwing in a second detox dialogue in a week. Okay. I'm good with that. All right. And then yeah. do you want to focus on we'll do methods for a while and then we'll go to, to or do you want to rotate? No, mix them up. Okay. I think mix it up. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do method, random food, and supplement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it works for me. Okay, cool. Okay. This will be fun. Sounds good. Well, guys, give us some feedback. Do you like the changes? And um, I, I have more, but I gotta, I gotta go with Robert's comfort level a little bit here. Me. So I'm you like, know, I've been down it for twenty five years or twenty fifth year now, and it's like I didn't do it all at once. A little bit of time. And uh, if you like the addition of the detox dialogues, and you would like to see us add more, I'll yeah. bet you, I'll bet you, I could convince Robert to go to the third hour. If we got more Patreon members. Yeah. If we we're supported to do that, uh, then it's possible. Yeah. Right. But you know, so if you would like to see are. more of that type of content on this show, we would need more time to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go Please. and join Patreon. We get enough. Uh, we get enough Patreon members. Um, then I, I think we might, might maybe, maybe be able to do a third hour. Mm -hmm. which means then we'd have more more time to be able to put more content in. I would like to do that. You personal. are just gearing up, dude. I like it. I mean, that means like as you're getting older, you're not fatiguing out. You're not burned out. You know, I, I am, but, <clears throat> you know, I mean, come on. I, I just, I don't like being just like stuck in one spot, you know, and just being like, this is the best we can do. Right. This is all, it's like, no, I want to do more. I want to do better. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm with you. All, All right, right, man. Well, Follow Happy New Year. On the various Instagram thingies, if you use them, <clears throat> Happy New Year to you. And uh, keep sending some good vibes and energy towards Super Don and his wife. That's a big shift, y'all. What you're doing is major. And they like said support is what you need. Everybody needs a little support to make those shifts and changes. But you will be paid back a thousandfold as I have when you do that. It's amazing how much, how much things shift just from reducing the inflow of toxins. It, it's amazing, really is. And the food and the food change. tastes better. I don't care yes, what anybody it says; it does. It tastes better. Mm -hmm. It does. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, <clears throat> and uh, we will be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, here is the new and improved end of the Robert Scott Bell Show. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya.